Guys, it's November. We're thankful for a lot of things in November. True. Especially our fans. We love them. We love them so goddamn much. We're letting them decide what we watch in November for Fan Appreciation Month all November long. And guys, we're greedy as fuck. We're letting our patrons choose first. (laughs) One in particular. One that has stuck with us thick and thin. Sending emails constantly. Just lost the Iowa championship. He needs to be. He needs to be brought back up. So what better way to bring him back up than to watch a movie that glorifies a slave owner <laughs> in The Patriot. Guys, we might lose a fan tonight. <laughs> JT, stay with us. We love you. On a very special... I don't even know what the line is from this movie. <laughs> Edition of the review. Review. Hey, welcome to Fan Appreciation Month on the Review Review. I am Troy to the Max Extreme. I am Lord Cornwallis. <laughs> and I'm Mid-Sized Sedan. <laughs> Together, we are going to be reviewing The Patriot as the Review Review Podcast. Burn the church. Burn the church. Burn the, burn the church. <laughs> burn the church. Uh, as you said up top, it is Fan Appreciation Month. Yeah, we are taking, uh, we are taking suggestions. Yes, from our uh, listeners. Yeah, and we are our patrons are locked in. But if you're free, if you even if you are a patron, you want to still give your suggestion. We're still taking suggestions for our free. That's right, listener poll for our last episode of November. So put them in, tweet them at us. Email them to us. Whatever. Write a and handwritten we'll, we'll letter. Pick, we'll pick the four that we like the most. <laughs> if you write a handwritten letter, it's getting picked. It's going to get picked. That's right. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Because we love... If you send it by owl, it automatically wins. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. It's the Harry Potter rule. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> that mean, was made a couple years ago, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Blagojevich put it in before he got put in jail. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, Rod. Blagojevich. <laughs> Blagojevich. Yep. That's right. That's right. Illinois. <laughs> yep that guy yep illinois let's uh, just take heed read i said illinois i was gonna say or is it at least you can say illinois <laughs> i have a double total fuck up uh, yeah Did you say the name of my stereotypical jewish character illinois <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oy, oy, oy. <laughs> oh you're not eating boobola <laughs> Oh, wait a Illinois, get out of here! <laughs> Jesus. Hey, wasn't that Tuvin Diesley's mom? It was. Oh, shit, that's weird. <laughs> Golly. They're all connected. What? <laughs> Everyone's related to everybody. <laughs> it's like our town. <laughs> it's very incestuous. Wow, that is so true. Uh, not ins- incest. Oh, my God. Maybe. How would it not be if we're. J- it's just what we said, but shorter. <laughs> um, need help Guys, I can't open this. <laughs> Drinks are once again provided, <laughs> maybe, if we can uh, open them by uh, the Highway 20 Brewing Highway Company. Highway 20 Brewing. Uh, hey, we should do a podcast up there sometime. Uh, yeah, we should. Yep. Uh, Good talk. Did, did, uh, did Brian buy us our uh, multi-directional... Our omnidirectional mic. Omnidirectional mic. I bet if I bring it up to him at the right time, he will. Because I guarantee you, when I brought it up to him, he was drunk AF. And, and he was he... he was starting to buy it on Amazon. <laughs> 
I guarantee when you brought it up to him, you were drunk AF. Yeah, but I remember that conversation because I was about, I was looking for them on Amazon. He and then he stepped in and said, "Oh no, 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 I'll buy it." I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I'll take the most expensive one then." <laughs> Love that guy. Uh, we had a lot going on tonight, guys. Not only are we reviewing the Patriot at the top of the hour, but uh, we are. <laughs> Gotcha, bitch. Oh, shit! Ah, <laughs> <you>. <laughs> we, I had it ready, too. I did it backwards tonight. Uh, uh, guys, I wish we would have filmed that. The sly look uh, that Troy gave. We said top of the hour, and then they just saw the smile, and he looked up like, uh, I gotcha. You. <laughs> you fucking asshole. We got some news. We got some correspondence. Guys. Uh, we, got, we got it going on tonight. We got tournament results. My God. My gotta, God. We got it going on. Oh, Go, oh my God. <laughs> Illinois, get out of here. Oh, man. Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> Illinois. What the fuck? But why don't we start with some news? All right. <laughs> Guys, you know I've <laughs> just like been... Dramatic helicopter sound? <laughs> <laughs> That's the tough enough blocks breaking. <laughs> Maven, yep. tough enough block. <laughs> that was fucked up. I hate how you guys know that. Uh, guys, you know I've been upset that yeah. you two will be leaving my beloved Roku stick. Yeah. Uh, come this December. It's pretty funny. Now, <laughs> there are other things that may also. Be leaving Roku. Oh my, oh my God. God! Why? Oh my hear God. this! Hear this! Hear this! Oh no! Hear ye! Hear ye! Uh, I am the British are coming. <laughs> IMDb TV uh, has been throwing up some hackles. Oh, uh, because it is owned by Amazon as its free, like ad-supported, like uh, streaming platform. Which I didn't know that up until reading this. No. But uh, Roku doesn't want to have it on its platform for whatever reason because it's like maybe free and with ad support. So uh, Roku's just like either start charging people or get the fuck off. I don't know what the deal with it is. Maybe it's something else than that. But like when it was originally, is is Roku trying to <clears throat> tax the representation? <laughs> oh, Ooh. maybe guys. More on that. We know. We know. Hour. We know how that turned out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh someone's got to send a ghost after him that's right <laughs> the ghost the ghost uh but uh before when amazon was talking and uh leavening its deals with roku it's like it's either both or nothing and Roku's like, well, I don't want IMDb, IMDb TV. Yeah. IMDb TV. And so Roku's like, Amazon, watch me blink, motherfucker. And Amazon's like, well, then you can't have us either. Oh. Uh, so they're like, oh, shit. Now, negotiations are still year out. How the fuck are we going to watch the Tomorrow War on Roku? How, Holy you ask? Shit. How would I do it in this room specifically? No shit. We all know <laughs> that you want to watch the Tomorrow War. Hard. All the time, and you, you, you but have just it. in this room. Every time we come, we come here. You are constantly playing the Tomorrow War on your Roku. Doing tonight, tonight. Yeah, yeah. Because you're like, hey, you always have the exact same joke. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I'm watching Tomorrow War tonight. <laughs> yeah, isn't that God, an oxymoron? So and yeah, then yeah. we're like, Troy, we get it. It's yeah. been fucking a year that the movie. Why do you guys out. laugh every time? Then, huh? I thought you fucking enjoyed it. We well, try to make you feel good about yourself. Yeah, we know Fuck li- you. We know life. We is know hard. you need it, so we we laugh every time. Fuck you. Make you a you're joke. right. <laughs> 
need every laugh. <laughs> That's uh, a good one. <laughs> good job. <laughs> you try so hard, Troy. Uh, also leaving Roku are going to be what I just found out are private channels. And I didn't know Roku also had this, but like any developer could make a channel for Roku. Cause oh, it's shit. It's just like an all in thing. And you can make these private channels, which you can share and give out to people to like make like, Hey, I made this whatever channel. This sounds sexual. Well, it's getting there. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> oh. So what was happening it's is like that streaming public access. People were making private channels and they could put whatever on them. But yeah. like people were just like mirroring Pornhub and putting them on a private channel or something to that effect. Oh. And uh, Roku was like, ah, I don't really like that. Because yeah. <laughs> that's not what it was made for. It was made to actually... Like, make a channel, you send it out to friends or whatever to beta test it to see if it works. And once it's ready, it can actually go onto the actual store and be promoted and all that stuff. But, uh, so they're getting rid of that option to do that. But they are making still an option to create your own channel, but you can only share it with a maximum of 20 people. Oh, no. So you can still... How am I going to watch my cake farts? You're going to have to do it on just straight up incognito (laughs) mode. (laughs) What? Never seen cake farts before? No! Cake farts sucks, and you know it. (laughs) It's just a chick sitting in a cake farting in it. (laughs) No, it's not. Oh, it is. Literally, it is. is. Stop it. A woman puts her her bare ass in a sheet cake and then farts. (laughs) Can I I Google this and see it? You could. It's your search history, man. I don't give a shit. Oh, there's far worse than that on here. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's my ro- ongoing Roku news. Uh, sticking to streaming. Cole looks like I just gave him a Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> what is this garbage that I'm going to watch? Are you seriously got it pulled up right now? Cake farts, tales from the internet. I don't know what I'm watching. <laughs> the internet. This is like a Dateline on cake farts. <laughs> I don't know. I I got well, I got an ad. Hold on, ads ending. In three, two, one. No, no, there's a second ad. Hold on, I got what? four. What? Are you watching this on YouTube? Yeah. What is this? Two, one. I don't know. I'm not gonna good. show you cake farts. On I don't YouTube. know if they are. It's a bare ass. No, they're not. Is it really? Yeah, yes! a, a woman puts her. Bare oh wait a minute! I have the Roku app. <laughs> Why don't you just try to find it on like just, Red Tube? Yeah, or go something. on like Daily Motion or something. Wait, Red Tube? What's that? Yo, bullshit! You don't know. <laughs> you fucking sicko. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna move on while you're just searching that. All right. Well, Cole you're searches lost. cake farts and st- stick into streaming. Uh, Netflix has just dropped its Netflix gaming app today in the United States. And you can find it on the Google Play Store if you're interested. But... Jesus, this is RedTube? But (laughs) as of right now, uh, you can only use a tablet or your phone because it needs a touchscreen. Okay. Uh, And it also requires you to already have a sub to Netflix, which is easy to figure out because mostly everybody has one. But if you're interested in Netflix gaming... Uh, you can find it in your Google Play Store. So check that out. Uh, I think they've got a Stranger Things game, if you're interested. I'm not, so I'm going to keep going on. Uh, <laughs> Good call. Gal Gadot! Gal Gadot! Uh, thank you. 
is cast in a new Disney movie. She's going to be playing the evil queen in the Snow White live-action adaptation. I think it's quite an apt uh, choice. Quite, quite apt. Yeah, uh, that's a good choice. She is a fair-looking woman until she's not the right. fairest one of them all. That's true. And then it's and Snow White. And she gets pissed. And she gets pissed off. Gets all pissed off. <laughs> Has to turn into an old hag. What am I? Wa- <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what am I watching? You find it. Did you tell me. On? You want me to turn the sound up? I gotta. We gotta. Part of it is hearing the fart of yeah, the cake we, fart. <laughs> you gotta hear the fart. All right, hold on. Just oh, a, shut up. Just a chainsaw of a fart. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going further in the video. Here we go. Oh my it's taking God. forever. It's on shittytube.com. <laughs> shittytube.com. <laughs> there it is. God, that's enough. Oh, I'm already sick. Oh, I can only watch so much prolapsed anus. Like, oh, gaping ass! <laughs> what? Shit on that cake. Remember <laughs> shittytube.com for all your, your cake sponsor. fart needs. All your cake farts. Uh, <laughs> sorry, gal. We just put that right by your noose. Uh, I watched. Uh, this <laughs> you gonna move on? <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, I w- I'd save this for a, a trailer segment, but Morbius had another trailer. Actually, yeah. it's first, technically, it's first trailer. Ah, it's spilled! Uh, did you watch it, JT? I did. Uh, what'd you think? Yeah, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's a fucking Sony Marvel movie. Yeah, it looks, it's, it looks it, like it yeah. can't choose a lane to yeah. what it wants to be. But what I found odd is that it looks... Like it's taking uh, Venom's post-credit sequence, uh, like or whatever the uh, and wait, does this come out first or does the new Spider-Man movie come out first? The new Spider-Man one does because I think this comes yeah. out in January or February. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's taking the whole multiverse thing as maybe like combining because it has. Already Michael Keaton in there as the Vulture in yeah. the trailer, which yeah. is from Spider-Man Homecoming, yeah. which is a Marvel proper movie, Yeah, I, I think, yeah. I, I guess. Something in there. Uh, it's got uh, a, a reference to the latest Venom movie in it, the, yeah. the guy from San Francisco or whatever. Uh, and then it also has like... Uh, this is like a looser one, but another person noticed that they have an Oscorp tower in it that looks like the Oscorp tower in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Like, so maybe that those are all mixing together for the... I have no idea. That could be a fucking shitpost Reddit thread. I don't know, but... <clears throat> I anyway. did read something that there's a rumor going around that the ending credit sequence to uh, Far From Home is going to be... Uh, Venom or or Tom Hardy arriving in New York. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's the ending. I've never the, the ending credits. The end credit sequence. Wow. I've never seen you more <laughs> disappointed, Troy. I couldn't give a shit. Like I don't want to <laughs> see. I don't care to watch Venom, uh, the other one. 
Yeah. Or this Morbius movie. I, I don't care. If it's not <laughs> Spider-Man, I don't give a shit, you know? Yeah. And if that's all I got to to play with, yeah. to play with, like, villains, because they don't have any other heroes that are noteworthy to make a movie of, Yeah. I don't give a damn. Yeah. You don't give a damn. I don't give a damn don't about give. this science damn. vampire. This science vampire. <laughs> Uh, while we're on the Marvel train, my last bit of news right. is that The Eternals is out this Friday yeah. in theaters. Did not know that. <laughs> I just also learned that after asking Google earlier. We, we on, uh, on our uh, Patreon pre-show, I didn't know that Ghostbusters is coming out in like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been promoting it hardly at all. They've been promoting Eternals quite a bit. Oh, heavy. But I forgot yeah. that it was coming out so soon. Uh, but it's slated for a $75 million opening weekend. Uh, it was originally slated for $80 million, but uh, because of its absolutely low Rotten Tomatoes score at this point, which is now, I think you said it was sitting at 53% yeah. earlier, um, it's the worst Marvel movie review as of yet on that site. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I'm still taking that with a grain of salt because there's still only, like, like reviewers, critic scores on there. There's yeah. no real audience score. Yeah. And Rotten Tomatoes is also an odd aggregate where it's, like, it's only good or bad. There's no in the middle. Yeah. Like, you have to love it or hate it. So, uh, but either way, it's still the lowest one on there. It's even lower than Thor 2. Oh, boy. And everyone takes a dump on that movie when oh, I think the Incredible so. Hulk movie is worse than that. I like Incredible Hulk better than... Oh, that's a tough one. I need to go back and watch Thor The Dark World. I was just I'm pretty say. sure I fell asleep halfway through it. I, Thor... I am... remember enjoying Thor The Dark World. Not as much as you everything else. fucking would. No, I don't <laughs> remember Thor Dark World at all. Well, I think they're, tr like, in the later, the last few movies, like, not Eternals, Endgame, they bring it up again to, like, <sighs> remind people, that, like, hey, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think Marvel or does that. Trying, at least trying to retcon like sure. Like that. Marvel like, does like Marvel does do a job of that where like they'll just be like, oh man, this movie kind of sucked. Let's make it so that people think that it's better than what it was by using it in the canon of Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> man. Well, they did that. They retcon something in Endgame to make it like more a, of a heartfelt situation. Yeah, I think it was a smart like, idea. I think, like, um, fuck, uh, Wandavision did that with like Avengers two. Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. they were just like, guys, it's way better than you think, because we're going to do a whole bunch of shit that makes you want to go back and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> God, I want to just rewatch all the Marvel movies with my kids. Just, yeah. like, one. Oh, yeah. Like, one or two a week. That's yeah. it. And have them, like, look forward to it. But somehow I can't find the time to do it, because they're all long. And I want to start from the beginning. In order? That's in order. In order. Oh, yeah. Not in chronological order, in the order of release, because yeah. I think that's a better way. Oh. I'm going to ask you why Bruce Banner looks different. Yeah. <laughs> in order of release, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. That way know, it's revealed, you know. The way you should have fucking shit. watched the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah but of course we wanted to fuck you right yeah. off. Well, so. I mean, Troy loves his kids. Oh, he... fuck right <laughs> off. He <laughs> <laughs> pieces of shit. <laughs> Uh, but that's all my news. That's all I got. Oh, oh shit. Fuck. It's like the bat signal. He's here. You piece of shit. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. I kicked that motherfucker Havens yeah, right out of his seat. jump kicked him. That's Holy right. He went shit. through your fucking walls. Jesus. Anyways. 
So How you doing, guys? Straight plaster and laugh. Actually, you, you know what? I don't care. Fix your own fucking shit. <laughs> so, uh, so last time we saw you, Cozy Jack, you started a wine tour. How's that going? Well, I got bought out already. You got wow. bought out? Yeah, it didn't last that long. Wow. Really? Yeah. Who, who gathered a, the just, money to just get under you that? a week? Yeah. yeah. This guy named Cole. Cole? Wait. Yeah. He came in. He had a wound on him. A wound? What? He had a wound. A wound? Yeah, but he had it all stitched up. Oh, okay. no. Okay. And he asked me a question. You know right. what his question was? What was that? No. If I liked if the- Parmesan. No! no! Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. We saw that. That man died in my arms. I was holding him. Are you talking Wine Tour Cole? We're talking Wine oh, Tour Cole. Because no. that's who signed the paperwork. That name, Wine Tour Cole. Is this another big dick situation? WTC? I don't know. That's a yeah. W. His initials are WTC. <laughs> wine Tour Cole. So his I, first name is Wine. Middle name is Tour. He probably got to change like old Mid South Sedan did. <laughs> Mid- you know that Mid- movie? Mid South Sedan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. You're a cowboy, you know. Mid- yeah, cowboys, yeah, I know. Cow- cowboy's <laughs> rap name was Mid-South Sedan. That's what he did, but uh, all the bitches back in the day. He would rap for him and say, I'm old Mid-South Sedan. <laughs> That's right, old cowboy. Old Big Cat would get up there with him. <laughs> and old Big Cat, old Ernie Lad. He had, he had quite the raps. You know, nothing quite to do. Yeah, nothing, nothing to do. You know, just old Big Cat getting up there rapping. Old Mid-South Sedan. You know, but, uh, yeah, so anyways, uh, I want to stop in because I'm trying to push my, my jalapeno mustard again. Oh, okay. Hey. Yeah, because I got out of the wine business. It's that time of year. Well, you know, when it gets, when it gets real. <laughs> it's mustard season. When it it's gets, <laughs> when it gets real cold outside, yeah. you need something that's going to keep you warm. Spice you up. Yeah, you put a little spice in your life. <laughs> and if there's something that's going to put a little spice in your life and a little kick in your step. Dune? No, it ain't There's Dune. There's a lot of spice in Dune. No, it ain't Dune. It's my jalapeno mustard. Oh, my mistake. Yeah, jalapeno mustard and my, what else? Dune. No, Dune. my chipotle ketchup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, had, we had to ground up all the chipotle peppers, so we got them all ground up again. We had a good harvest this good year. Good harvest of peps. Good we had har- a good... You actually own a, a, a pepper farm. Well, I own several pepper farms. Several? Oh, okay. Yeah, they're all down in Columbia. All right. They're, sounds like a questionable place to have. Well, but. you know, that's where they're cheap. <laughs> Actually, I heard that you own a farm on a ridge full of peppers, and you call it Pepper Ridge Farms. <laughs> <laughs> you got something funny about that fucking name, asshole? Well, <laughs> is there something funny about Pepper Ridge do you, Farm? Do you know that you know that name is already owned by? No, somebody. it's not how Pepperidge you, how Farm. Could, how, yep. could you, how could you forget? Listen, Pepperidge <laughs> Farm. Everybody's going to remember that. Pepperidge Farm is owned by somebody, but I own Pepper Ridge Farm. Pepper completely Ridge. different. <laughs> it's two words, asshole. Pepper Ridge Farm. Pepper Ridge Farm. It's where I grow my peppers for my chipotle ketchup. Okay? And sometimes I put some jalapeno, jalapenos from Pepper Ridge Farm. You grow them on like hills like people grow rice in Taiwan and stuff? Like... Well, go there for yourself and find out, you fucker. All right. How many acres you got growing these peps? About five. Five acres? Hundred. But it's on a hill. Yeah, five hundred. But it's on a hill. So it's, it's a big hill. It's like a one of those terraced hills. That's uh, it's a terraced hill, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Terraced hill. There's many layers to terraced this hill. hill. Yeah. Got it. Not terrorist. <laughs> Are you making fun of the way I speak, asshole? So I I've been here for a year and a fucking half now. And I still sometimes can't figure out that palsy. I just yeah. can't figure it out. 
It's weird. <laughs> Some days it's drunker than others, okay? Oh, my God. But anyways, I just want to stop in because someone said piece of shit. That's kind of my calling. Oh, that's wow. Like the, that's like a bat signal. signal. That's my bat, bat signal. signal. Shit. Yeah. Old Batman puts it up in the sky. I got great ears. Wow. Yeah. I got great ears. Good. I don't got a year here tonight, though. I don't. I don't. Oh, you don't have a year here. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, maybe next week I'll have a year here. God. I know. Okay. I just want to stop in and say hi to you fuckers. I got a year here. Who's this? What? Who's this? It's me. That's Big Dick. Dirt. It's Dirt. I'll... You sound I'm just like you. Big Dick. You're damn right. We're one of the same. It's God my, damn it. my crime fighting name now. What, Dirt or Big Dick? <laughs> well, my, my real name's Dirt Lady Plate. Dirt. Now, uh, and I've decided... I decided to use my alter ego of Big Dick. Uh-huh. Wear a costume and now I'm fighting crime. Wow. What's your superpowers? Um, uh, real good at fighting. Wow. <laughs> stuff. Amazing. It's a it's it's a it's a new one. Not not all not all people have seen it. I don't I can't even wrap my head around it. Yeah. Say, hey You know Scruff? Scruff crime fighting dog? Yeah, Scruff McGruff. Yeah. We're you know gonna, him? Gonna, he's my sidekick. Wow. Love that dog. Crime fighting yep. dog. Love yep. that dog. I put actually I, uh, I bought a I bought a bloodhound put a put a raincoat on him. Wow. Holy shit! Name him Scruff. Not a duster, just a raincoat. Well, like the Morton Salt. You girl. seen you seen dust? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the Morton Salt girl. I also I also got a I also got a little cute Chihuahua <laughs> that is getting getting its underwear bitten at by another Chihuahua, like oh, the no. fucking suntan lotion girl too. <laughs> Was that the Pepperidge Farm? <laughs> Pepperidge Farm Suntan Lotion? Yeah, Pepperidge Farm Suntan Lotion, that's right. You guys know your raincoat logos real well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's right, the Pepperidge Farm Suntan Girl. That's right, exactly what it is. What the fuck is it for real, though? It's not Pepperidge Farm, it's... It's uh, a suntan lotion, it's, it's like a, fucking... What is it? I don't bah- even know is it, it is. Uh, is it Bahamas? No, it's, it's not, not Bahamas. Bahamas. Wow! You guys, <laughs> I know you really sorry. jumped on old cozy Jack Ross over here, really fucking quick, you assholes. I can't. I come in here to entertain, not to be ridiculed. It's bothering me. I can't think of what it is. You fuckers ridiculing me. It's a banana boat. It's not a banana boat. Is it banana boat? It's not a banana boat. It's uh, you know I owned a banana boat once. How does that go? Not well. Sink. Yeah, pretty quick. <laughs> Tried sitting down. Is it sunk right away? Made it of bananas. Oh well, yeah, what's well, supposed oh, I to be? See. <laughs> I just hot glued a bunch of bananas together. Lots of water seeped right through. Is it Pepitone, like Eddie? Pepitone, Coppertone, Coppertone. I was close. And you went with Pepitone, like Pepto Bismol. Well, getting there. Well, well, Eddie Pepitone's one of my best friends. Oh, of course he is. I'm, he I'm trying to get in a stand up. <laughs> okay, you're you're just a Renaissance. Man. I got him. I'm a man of many hats. Uh huh. You're trying to move out of that big stick portion yeah. real fast, yeah. aren't you? I'm a I'm a I'm a crime fighter by night, comedian by another part of the night. <laughs> What comes first? There's Comedy. not a lot. There's not a lot of daytime comedians, unless oh, you want to go on true. Ellen. Oh, I was saying, what about Ro- what about Rosie? Yeah, yeah go on Rosie yeah. sometimes too. Shoot a yeah, I'm, I'm, it's it's a, it, the comedian part is not the best part of my career. <laughs> I'm a crime fighter by night, comedian by day, and all I can do are talk shows where I get the crowd into it. Okay, where I'm right. like, hey, who wants to see Ellen? <laughs> who wants to see Tyra? <laughs> 
I don't have really the voice for for these kinds of crowds sure. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Sounds bunch of middle aged women, and uh-huh. I just don't sound. I'm not. I don't appeal to them. Yeah, I my get comment that. doesn't appeal to them. All right. Like, hey, ever ever take a shit in the woods, and then you're like, hey, where's the where's the? I need more pine needles to cover this shit. That's then, a joke you tell. That's a warm up joke you tell. That's that's it gets them warmed up. All right, I think you should workshop a, lot a little of, bit. I but think, I think it's you just got not my audience. Like, I'm just telling you, it's not my audience. I could, I'd oh, get I roaring back in my hometown. They say I'm the funniest guy there. I bet they do. An old big stick. Yeah, big stick part of Oklahoma. They're like, God damn, God damn, dirt. You're funny. <laughs> and I'm like, really? He's like, you should go into comedy. I'm like, well, I'm a crime fighter, but I should, but I can do comedy during the day. <laughs> And the only only comedy gigs I can get during the day are daytime talk shows. Aren't Rough those gig. filmed in Hollywood? Rough gig. Yeah. Well, like, it takes More me a while like to get there. Right? I can only really do like one gig. Like, it takes me all day to drive there. Wow. Then I do one gig and I'm like, oh shit, I better head out. Yeah, I gotta fight. Anyway, here's Ellen, and then I get out and get back in my car, and then uh-huh. I drive back, big stick, just in time to start fighting crime. Wow. Real hard to real hard to sleep. Yeah. Put a lot of miles on that car. too. A lot of miles. A lot of a lot of lot of a uh, fucking caffeine. Oh, sure. Can't sleep. Oh, my God. My Just God. Up all night. Up all night, up all day. I got something that can help you with that. Really? It'll keep you up all night. Oh, I know. Let me rephrase that. It'll keep you up all night. <laughs> oh, my God. You want to come out to my car? This is going to be one of those times. Look. It's a trunk. <laughs> it's in my trunk. Before. I also did it in the trunk, too. I don't want, I don't know what's going on right now. You want to you come out? I'll just cut you a deal. I've heard these are these are all too familiar <laughs> phrases that I've heard. I do, I don't I do not want to experience what I experienced before. I've got a whole shaker full of you know those old McSalad shakers. Oh my god! I got a whole or Mickey Mc- D's. <laughs> yeah. This this actually I got this I got event, a whole- this event that I'm that I'm thinking of actually took place during the salad shaker era. <laughs> well, I, I literally I literally was I literally experienced this in the back of a man's trunk in the nineties. Surrounded by <laughs> discarded salad shaker containers, <laughs> it's, it's bad memories. You're all I'm gonna say is, memories. all I'm gonna say is, I saved all my McSalad shakers from when I was on the road. Yeah, with Mid South Sedan. With Mid South Sedan. Oh my God, you know that rapper too? Oh fuck, him and Big Cat. <laughs> we need to go talk in my trunk. God, I love their album. Wow. The Big Cat and Mid South Sedan. Yeah. Oh my God, they're the fucking. Bomb! God, I got all their albums. Oh God, this guy! Here, I didn't like this guy for a while. Turn right around on. It's him. funny. Yeah, it's real funny. Well, Anyways, up for Ellen. Hey, that's you right. Think, you, think I should, you think I got open for Ellen? I think you could. All right, guys. Well, I better head up. I better head up there. It's getting kind of late. That's right. You better get there so you can get to Hollywood. Get to Hollywood, so I can open for Ellen. That's wow. right. All right. Well, we'll all see right. you. I guess I'll see, see you later. later. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go try to help him out. All right. All right. See. You. Well, I guess that just leaves me here alone with no no friends around to do a podcast. I've been here the whole time. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you I'm were just, just sitting on the floor then? No, I'm just I'm just always befuddled when when uh, Dirt Lady Plate comes in here. It is confusing time. He is a he is a very odd looking man. Very strange. Guys, did I hear something about Wine Tour Cole still being alive? Yeah, oh, startling, startling. Oh man, startling, man. It's a hankering for. Parmesan all of a sudden. Oh, no. God. I kind of do like Parmesan. Hey, not to change the subject, but, oh, I, sure. but I'm going to change the subject. Uh, question for you guys. Yeah. Favorite school lunch item? Oh, my God. We were going to bring this up earlier. And we we were. We blew past it. No, but I'm leading us into it. 
<laughs> Favorite school lunch item growing up? I'll tell you my number one. Number one. Oh, the pie. Frito chili. Frito chili's good. Frito, Frito chili's good. good. Frito. Every time it was Frito chili day, man, Fat Cole had at least two plates. <laughs> at least. <laughs> At least like, Frito chili's so good that I still put Fritos in my chili. Exactly. Same. Same. Like I can't even. I can't if even you eat make it to this day, chili without Fritos, then that school lunch item nailed it. Yeah. Uh, the rectangle pizza was good. Of course, the rectangle Holy pizza. Uh, now, uh, once in a while, you'd get the sausage. It was always opposed- cheese. Wasn't it? I don't remember. Maybe I just got to the thing late because I was fat. But it was. I thought it was always cheese. Could have been. I don't know. Not the, sure. The school McRib was always good. I like the school yes. Mr. Ribs. The Mr. Rib. Mr. Ribs. Mr. Rib. I also like those. I preferred them actually to McDonald's, I think. I, I, I agree. I Same. agree. And it's McRibs, McRibs are weird. Right now, they're not putting, are they out? They're not they're putting out weird Holy right fuck, in. I want to get one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> After you just said. I know, but it's... Nearly seconds ago. Dude, I'm going to throw this out there. I'm a sucker for a limited time only shit. <laughs> Like, I fall into the traps. I hate it, but it's a limited time only. Dude, I gotta, I gotta get, get it. it. I fall into the traps of every fucking marketing scam ever. <laughs> if it's a limited time, I'm like, motherfucker, sign me up. <laughs> My God. All right, and then the good one. We got to talk about it. The uh, tater tot casserole or beef and tater bake, so, whatever they call it. Geez. Yeah, so it was always beef and tater bake Yeah, where we went. Yeah. But the school I'm at now, like, I'm telling people... And they're like, what is beef and tater bake? <laughs> so I start describing it, right? And then they go, oh, you mean tater tot casserole? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then the nurse at the school is from like northern Wisconsin. Uh-huh. And she's like, or where I came from, tater tot hot dish. Wow, that sounds wow. like the plainest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Every time someone refers to any kind of casserole item as a hot dish, it just sounds gross. She said, up there, everything, you don't have the word casserole. It's hot dish. Like, hot dish sounds... How north is it? Like, six hours from where we are. Okay. Hot right. dish sounds like a porn term for shitting on something. <laughs> or that cake farts video Or cake fart, there. yeah. I just uh, took a real hot dish on somebody. <laughs> Catch it on shittytube.com. Uh, Sam, you're really far north. Do they have the word casserole in your vernacular up there? Ooh, is it like a weird band that goes north of where we are? I pretty, Ooh. I'm pretty certain that casserole is like a very exclusive Midwestern thing. Really? I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Have you ever heard of anything coming from the east or west coast with a casserole in it? Not really. I don't think so. But you know what? There's some fucking good casseroles out there, guys. Tater tot casserole being one of them. Is casserole the only kind of food item that's named after the thing that it's made in? Like (laughs) a casserole dish? (laughs) Hey, I made some chicken pan tonight. You guys want some chicken pan? Yeah, I don't know, man. That's maybe so. Oh, there's a bunt cake pan. Oh, skillet. I've heard some skillets. There's like a, there's like skillet sandwiches you can make. Sure. Is there? Bunt cake. Yeah. Bunt cake. Yeah, true. Angel there's an angel. There's 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 a fucking Oh my god. <laughs> when my grandma passed away, she handed down to me the weirdest pan ever. It was a pineapple upside down cake pan. Exclusively for pineapple upside yes, down. Yes, it's things? got like... molded holes where you place the pineapple rings. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. I've never used it. But it intrigues me, and I still want to someday. We need you to gotta, bust it out. Gotta we bust should. it out. 
We gotta, well, Boston makes me feel good, so that's we need right. to bust that's it that's right. <laughs> All right, so the question came up. Troy, Yeah. how do you make your beef and tater bake hot dish casserole? <laughs> so hot dish. this is my, my most recent recipe that I go to uh, more often than not. I do... Half beef, half sausage. Fuck, you beat me already. Ooh. <laughs> I brown that together, season it up. Um, I throw a little corn in there. Okay. Cream of mushroom soup on top. Oh, yeah. Layer tater tots on there, and that's that's pretty much it. Okay. That's right there. No beans? Sometimes if I'm feeling crazy, I'll put like okay. some cut green beans in there. Okay. But uh, Chelsea doesn't like it in there, but she she'll put the corn in there. You gotta throw the shredded cheese over top, right? I don't do the oh, cheese on there. You don't. I don't. I do it sans cheese. Jeez. You motherfucker. Okay. I don't think it needs it. Look at this rebel. So oh, I did crazy. straight beef. Uh huh. Straight beef. Uh, cream mushroom soup. Uh huh. Lots of spices. I like spices. See, Ooh. I also like it spicy too, but I'm the only one who's gonna eat. Okay. It. All right. I need to plain. I mean, I do. The, I do. I did minced garlic. I do the garlic powder, garlic salt, <laughs> onion powder, paprika, Ew. a little bit of steak seasoning in there. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. Can, I can see all those. Yep. Yeah. Throw it all in there. Um, and then, then you got to do the cream mushroom soup, and then here's where it gets a little freaky deaky: green beans <laughs> and kidney beans. No, kidney, no kidney beans. Hear me there. out. Hear me out. Fiber, baby. I'm looking to fart. Oh my god. <laughs> Cole's got a line full of cakes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you need the fiber. Now the corn is fine. I Do like I corn. Need the fiber? Do I need the? You fiber? should. Fiber's good. Do I need it that much? I need to put kidney beans in a. Dude, I like it. It like gives it almost like a that like creamy texture, even more. It's good. I don't. know. But then you put that in the pan, tater tots on top, yeah. and last 10 minutes, cheddar cheese, baby. Cheddar. Cheddar. Cheddar cheese. It's hard to say cheddar when you're drunk. Cheddar. Cheddar. Cheddar cheese. Cheddar, cheddar, cheddar cheese. cheese. JT, either, okay, what recipe sounds good at this point? Mine or his. Also, do you have one? Uh, well, I don't. Molly makes <laughs> Molly makes it if she if we get around. And I we, might be making it. We do it a plain week, Jane. Yeah. We do, yeah, we we use turkey burger because we like to try and stay somewhat healthy when we can. Oh, look at and these then, guys. Uh, Holy. And then uh, the cream of mushroom. I think we do we do, do corn. I like the no. corn. Corn's, corn's good. It's yeah. good. Corn's good. Corn she's, is good, I think. Shoot some yeah. hominy in there. Hominy? Come on now. What? Don't be saying things I don't know. Hominy. Hominy, hominy, hominy. What are you talking hominy, about? Hominy, hominy, hominy in your beef hominy. potato bake? Is that a bean? No, hominy is like... An earlier maturation of the corn. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Big white corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big white yeah. corn. Put yeah. some. Put some. <laughs> that was that was my rap name. <laughs> no, you should. No, you should do. <laughs> Thank you. I am big white corn. <laughs> ah, big white corn over here. Go ahead, Bucky. Open it for midsize sedan. <laughs> That's right. Uh. Do we know what we should do? We should get those baby corns that they put like in Ooh, Asian dishes. Like in, Asian dishes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, get that fucking out of here. Get the fuck. I have a how can they, of those baby how corns. How do they make them? Uh-oh. Grow them tiny. I'm guessing, I don't know. <laughs> no, it can't be that. It's got to be like a, it must like puree corn probably and put it in a real corn. It's not even real corn. It's probably just big grass. I, they probably puree <laughs> corn and put it in like a, in a, in a, in a mold or something. Is that, <laughs> you think they do? I don't know. <laughs> 
seems like All a right. lot of effort. You grow sweet corn and harvest the ears within three days of seeing the silks emerge. Wow. It's oh. legit corn. Oh, shit. It's they on the Huffington Post. That's ex- they don't that's, lie. That's real. Nope. That's real shit. They don't lie. That is fucked up. <laughs> Jesus. I've never seen you more distressed over news. My heart's beating so that fast. Sounds... <laughs> that sounds more logical than just macerating corn and putting it into a baby corn mold and then selling it that way. All right, guys, I have news, but since we're so far ahead, we'll do the same thing again where I'll give it and then you only have three words to respond to. Okay, it. I like this. <laughs> All right. Uh, the live-action Netflix action series Avatar The Last Airbender casted Daniel Day Kim to play Fire Lord Ozai. I don't care. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, from Lost. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> I'll allow it. It was two different three-word responses. Uh, Tiger King's Joe Exotic revealed he has an aggressive cancer diagnosis. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> My heart's crushed. Oh, no. Uh, Chris Pratt is to voice Garfield in the upcoming animated movie. <laughs> Fuck me now. <laughs> to Chris Pratt, you're saying this? To Garfield. <laughs> Take me. I want cheese. <laughs> I hate Mondays. That should have been the more. Uh, according to rumors, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are dating now. Who fucking cares? <laughs> seconded. <laughs> seconded. Seconded, seconded. <laughs> you said seconded three times. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, having a record-breaking 15th season, making it the longest-running live-action sitcom ever. That's still on? Good for them. All right. And uh, Heels has been renewed for a season two on Stars. What is that? Professional fucking wrestling. Heels? Yeah. I've never heard of it. It's on stars. Yeah. It's got uh, Stephen Amell in it. It's got Stephen Amell in it. I don't care. It's about two brothers. You've gone over three words. I don't care. Hey, fuck you! (laughs) It's about two brothers that, like, they're... If it's on stars, I've never heard of it. But it's, like, two brothers, like, their dad or something runs a pro wrestling company. Okay. It's supposed to be pretty good. It got renewed. Have you watched it? I haven't, but I want to. Maybe, maybe, that'll be my Veterans Day project. <laughs> to watch all of Heels? To watch all of the first season of Heels. To subscribe to Stars and then watch For all of For one day. They have a free week trial. There you go. That's what I'm going to do, guys. You're going to make it a free day trial. Stay tuned in two weeks. Make a try- See if you can spread that yep. free week trial out to a whole year. By I'm going to do it. Troy, what are you drinking? Uh, nickel, Hefe, or October? Whatever you got in your hand is fine. Well, this is nickel, and I'm having some, motherfucker. All right, well, then I'll have that other one. Well, you can have some of this, too, as long as it's okay with Bucky over here. That's fine. Okay. Why are we arguing? I don't know. <laughs> stop. Stop Stop fighting, everybody. <laughs> fighting over the beer. Fighting over the beer. We're fighting over the beer. Uh... Well, I suppose we could get right into some tourney news, if you don't... Oh, there we go. Tourney news is a good idea. If we don't got uh, nothing Guys, else on the docket right now. The uh, tournament of movies. Always, as always, heating up. No, oh, man, I'm hot. Anybody else hot? Heating up real I'm real hard. Yeah. Real, real, real hard. You piece of shit. <laughs> I didn't uh, see the results of this one. I'm kind of intrigued. I did see the oh! results. Oh! 
With 11 votes. 55% of the vote going to Raising Arizona. (laughs) Scary stories (laughs) telling the dark. (sighs) Out. Cole has only one (laughs) pick in the I have a semifinals. Sorry for those of you that placed bets on me winning this. You know, this was actually very close. It was uh, close for a while. It was like 50-50 for pretty much the whole I actually think run. Sam was campaigning for your pick. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He, is, uh, he is quite the horror aficionado. You know what? I knew that. And uh, But it wasn't enough. Scary Stories Hell in the Dark is out of there, which means... We got some. We got some oldies but goodies in this. the The oldest movie in this, in these semis, is from 1999. Yowza, 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 yow. Wow. So some that new means, shit. That means for our next match, our I have a semifinal match: The Crow versus Bicentennial Man. Oh. Nice. My only pick. Your only pick. It's up. It's in there. Can Robin Williams defeat the late great Brandon Lee? Well, late great Robin Williams. So yeah, they're both dead, but still. <laughs> and these two dead guys battle well, it out. These two dead guys battle it out. <laughs> and then, and then the week after that, we will see Reservoir Dogs take on Raising Arizona. Those, the winners of those two matches will face off in the finals. The Terminator movies 15. Oh, hell yeah. And it will be reviewed by us at a later date. Unless one of these win by 69% before that. Hope not. That'd be be too bad to get this far. Oh my god, I'd be fucking pissed. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, The Crow vs. Bicentennial Man. So check that out. Gonna be a... Gonna be uh, an inter- interesting one. Cast your vote. Vote Bicentennial Man. Vote with your hearts. Vote Crow. Vote with your heart. <laughs> Hashtag Vote Crow. <laughs> vote Crow. It's easier to say. I'm trying to think of a catchy one for Bicentennial Man. There's nothing. <laughs> Hashtag Vote Bicentennial. <laughs> Hashtag vote man. No, that will get me canceled vote, immediately. Vote man. Vote for men. <laughs> They've had it rough vote for so man. long. Yeah, men never get the treatment. <laughs> vote man. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, with that uh, out of the way, we would usually go to some listener mail. Yeah. We don't have any physical write-ins. Guys, we don't have anything physical. write in for us, man. But we're going to get physical. Are we're we? Right physical with, uh, with somebody. Are we going to the review? Uh, we're going to listen to what he's got to say a little bit here. Okay, I'm going to say we're only 42 minutes from where we are. <laughs> well, why don't you hold your fucking horses there, buddy? Uh, hold my horses. Come on. We'll yeah, I, I held him. We'll see that? if we can get this going. Here we go. Put in the bullshit. All uh, right. Bucky comes across real loud when I put in the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? It's like better, right? Um. Yeah. Better right. Wow, you can hear me put my glass down. Ready? Jesus. <laughs> That's the audio. I just so. see Spike. Dudley? Yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yes. Fuck ROH. Fuck ROH. <laughs> Man. All right. Let's see how we can get this to work. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I probably should have done this before. Wait a minute. No, why would that make a difference? 
I or, think he's in. Or my suggestion, should we cut and get it ready and then come back in? Now we'll do not. it live. Of no, not. of course. We'll just do it on the fucking fly. I think he's in. Is he in? <laughs> I don't know. I can't Energy. <laughs> Energy. Yes. Oh! <laughs> you son of a bitch. You do. I'm here. Dog. My God. God, I miss your voice. <laughs> we are being joined live. Live. By JT Energy himself. His pick tonight, guys. And he came to defend himself. He came to- <laughs> hey! First first question, how dare you? <laughs> we don't know our opinions. Well, I know your two opinions, because you're making it fucking obvious. Well, no. Well, I, I, always, I always play close to the chest. No, you don't. <laughs> Maybe. 42. Well, I don't know. That's a different story. <laughs> Anyways... Guys, we're ignoring we're ignoring our our, our guest resistance over here. JT, it is good to hear from you, sir. Hey, I'm glad to be here, and I plan to stand with a flag over my shoulder and defend this movie all night long if it takes. <laughs> all right, I can picture oh, it now. All right. Oh fuck! You have, si- you have signed your name, the biggest out of them all, on the Declaration <laughs> of the Patriot. <laughs> Man. I have got my tea ready with ink in it, and I'm ready to you drink it. You bastard! <laughs> you black tooth bastard! You South Carolinian piece of shit! Uh, I am more than prepared to burn your church, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! My friends call me Tavington, so watch out. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so gutters, uh, you did. Did you have any other letter that you neglected to write and you wanted to say live on the show? Negative. I talk a lot. And I talk a lot, so I was ready to just give the fans what they finally wanted, and that's me spewing this bullshit about this movie I love. <laughs> Very good. I'm here for it, man. Spewing this Very bullshit. good. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to have you on the show. Too bad you couldn't be here live. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's for a different time. What do you maybe, live like maybe, twelve hours away? Maybe, Jesus maybe, Christ! Yeah, maybe a different time. We got, well, someday, someday, someday I will come. Someday we will we will accept you with open arms. <laughs> Boom! I will become a dispatch rider, and I will come to the town. <laughs> God damn it! Bring your letters, and I will excitedly accept them. Just don't shoot my son. You'll be caught. You'll be caught. You'll be caught at the. You'll be caught at the town bound at the at the town line by our by sheriff too. Then he'll hang you for the hang you and put you on display. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Hey, if I'm going out, I'm getting hung with these gutters on display. Good. Oh my God! Jesus! Get your toy soldiers ready to melt. Man. <laughs> You're melting these soldiers over here. <laughs> melting these soldiers. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. Well, then why don't we jump right into the Patriot, the top wow. of the hour. Oh, wait. We're there. No, we're not. We're not even close tonight. Yes, we are. We're close. No, we're 46 and a half minutes. We're close, close to last week. What? Last week we went way fucking over. Yeah, we're yeah, closer we're to closer. the top of the hour this week than we were last week. Okay, you're not wrong. No, price right. is right rules. Okay. We went over last week. Ladies, do I have three numbers right? <laughs> honk, 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 honk. Why God. do you like us, JG? <laughs> yeah, this is shit. What do you... Hey, I'm a piece of shit. I fit right in. Yes! Yeah, yeah. You piece of shit. <laughs> 
well, here we go. The Patriot came out June 27th of the year 2000. Budgeted was... Wait. In the year 2000. <laughs> I'm glad you got that in. I needed to. Uh, budget of $110 million. Domestically, you brought in $113 million. And worldwide, brought in $215.3 million. Rotten Tomatoes has this at 62%. IMDb, 7.2 out of 10. Metacritic, 63. And a letterbox, 3.2 out of 5 stars. And Flipside Movie Emporium. Gives it a C plus. Oh, oh, and I go to them for everything. Well, Flipside Movie Emporium. <laughs> oh man. Dot com. <laughs> That's one of the same. That's actually a dot net, I think. Oh, they're actually dot net. They're That's in right. correlation with shittytube.com. Dot <laughs> gov. <laughs> for cake farts. For cake farts. Tune into the show, JT. You'll get this, <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be pissed. Uh, okay, so energy. What makes this movie? The one to pick for Fan Appreciation Month. Yeah. Well, I have long loved this movie ever since my grandma owned it on VHS and I saw it for the first time in her den. Uh, The first time that I remember watching this, I was instantly drawn to the story and the way that it's told um, from the different... Uh, routes of emotion and the different types of the the way that they portray war and also family and loss and going through all of that and over the years as I've owned it on DVD and purchased it through streaming services so I could have all the different versions and watch it all the different ways I've come to just catch little things more and more that I watch this movie and it's one of those where uh, in just certain lights it, I mean, it's a different, it's an older way of looking at patriotism, uh, which like when we're brought up through elementary school and middle school and you say the Pledge of Allegiance every day, when you see a movie like this, this is probably in no way, shape or form even close to how these wars uh, took place. But the way that the war happens and how it comes to a culmination at the end of the movie with just a really big, nice Fuck you, we got him. I, I fucking love it every time I watch this movie because it draws me in with all the emotions the same way every time. All right. Fuck, that was good. Very yeah, well said. God. God. It was like you were planning this out. Holy shit. <laughs> I've been watching this movie the whole time waiting for you to call me, and I'm fucking <laughs> yeah. You're, you're on a Patriot high right now. <laughs> You read it off a parchment that you unscrolled. It's just on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Holy shit! Uh, I, feel, I feel like you were playing a fucking Benjamin standing in front of a in front of an assembly saying we shouldn't go to war right now. God, man. So okay, energy just totally took me down a different road just there. Okay, so I'm gonna throw it out there, guys, and we're getting off track already. Well, for, but... First of all, guys, we haven't talked about the synapses of this movie. Oh, JT, my. what happens in the Patriot? <laughs> Well, you know what? Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this for you because it's right in front of my eyes. Oh, God. It says, in 1776 in South Carolina, Benjamin Martin finds himself thrust into the midst of the American Revolutionary War, fighting to protect his family and his country. Martin discovers the pain of betrayal, the redemption of revenge, and the passion 
that is the synopsis that Voodoo is currently giving me. <laughs> that's that's, uh, that's kind of kind of what happens. But like I said, it is the telling of the American Revolutionary War from one man's perspective who has been in war previously and done things that he's not proud of. So he is pulled back and started to live the American dream at that time, which we're trying to fight to get to America being its own country. And he's built up a family of seven children, lost his wife, trying to do the best he can with his tobacco farms and all the different things that he does. And out of nowhere, here comes the Redcoats, here come the British, and they're trying to take over America, and he has one thing to do. He can either tuck his tail in between his legs, or he can pull out the deep things in his soul, and he can fight for his family and his country. And along the way, he loses people, but he gains others, and you're along for the ride with Mel Gibson. My God. The love, the love you have in your voice for this movie. It makes, I love it. It makes it really hard for me to want to speak negatively about it. <laughs> right? The man has a, a deep passion. He has a passion. God. Right. Okay, I'm going to go right off the top okay. right here. Yeah. It is very similar for to like Braveheart for me. Even yeah. to the point where Mel Gibson is the protagonist in this movie. <laughs> have you also seen Braveheart, JT? So I have seen Braveheart, but yeah. I've only seen it a handful of times. Okay. So I can understand if you're a bigger fan of Braveheart and then you see The Patriot, vice versa. If I see Braveheart, I might say, oh, this kind of gives me feels like The Patriot. But obviously a lot more people know Braveheart because of how big it was. And that kind of probably sent Mel Gibson on this roll down of, oh, I could do a lot more movies that are very similar to this. Why don't we tell America's story now that we've told this other one? right i even because like i when i finished this movie actually a couple days ago it was great to like actually finish it a few days ago and like stew on it a bit and not finish it it an an hour before the show (laughs) okay (laughs) uh, (laughs) fuck you too i went on uh letterbox because usually rate all my stuff on letterbox now uh as i go on the show but i was like i wonder what other people said and so there's a few of them on there that was really funny. Like it, they called it like Braveheart Two: America Rules. <laughs> <laughs> there is one actually I'd like to read for you right here. Uh, this person writes: uh, "Super cute children, 100% church attendance, happy black folks, freely working for the land of for a good wage, carpentry, a dead wife, all is well in the South." And then. As so often happens, the British turn up and ruin it. Spoiler, America wins. Three stars. From Jizz Monkey. <laughs> oh my god. JT, that's your that's definitely your name on there. Yeah. Don't lie to that's us. That's you. That was you. No, because he would have given it five stars. <laughs> hey, you know what? You kinda gotta get you gotta you gotta even out the stars. It looks way too much of a hoax if yeah. you put five stars on everything. That's right, exactly. Jizz monkey's a lot smarter than we give him credit for, guys. <laughs> Jizz monkey Jizz Monkey is a hell of a critic. Man. <laughs> I should look up more of his uh, reviews. You should. <laughs> I'll make him a regular on here. <laughs> Man, I'm curious what he thinks of the new Ghostbusters coming out. <laughs> In two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already rated it as perfect three stars. It's yeah. perfect three stars. <laughs> he's the Dave Meltzer of, of uh, movie reviews. He's, he's leaving those other five for Young Buck movies. It'd be better if it was in the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> so, I, right off the bat, 
I found this very strange because they show uh, just kind of like the uh, Mel Gibson family home right as it, it comes in. It shows a little bit of his kids, people working on his plantation because yeah. it is a plantation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in South Carolina. It is, it is hard to get past a lot of the him trying to sell his his it's his slaves as free men. <laughs> like it's, it, I'm sorry. No, that just did not happen at no, this time. It made me actually Google what side of the war South Carolina was on in the Civil War. And no, and South Carolina south. is deeply south. Very south. Pro slaves. Oh yeah. Very south. <laughs> they fought to have slaves. Even if I'm you like, even oh, if you were no. one of those people that said, "Well, no, they're free men." It was more of a ploy because you were using them as "quote unquote" indentured servants <laughs> where they had no choice but to work for you <laughs> because they didn't have enough money to do anything else. Yeah. And it was just uh, the whole time I'm like I, I know what the movie's trying to do. You want to set up a protagonist you can get behind, and you can't really do that if they have slaves. You could just not have any slaves. But, or yeah. any any of the African-American but, people but, on but your property. But him constantly chiming in, being like, but they're free men, is like shitting in my Cheerios and telling me it's sugar. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the first time they made sure they said it, though, no, we're free men, I'm like, yeah, bullshit. He, al- <laughs> I love, he always steps in and is like, no, they're free. Like, well, the one time when the guy's like, he puts his slave up to fight for him. And he's like, well, he can make his own signature. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, they, okay, but still, it, does he really have a choice? <laughs> Do you think he'd rather actually be with his family somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I I get I get what this movie's trying to do, but there's... They man, didn't, they it didn't is. It is to a, make him from South Carolina. It is a yeah, but it is a hard. <laughs> it is a hard time to make a to make a movie to make to make a protagonist of an American at this time. JC, does that shit bother you? It no. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I I have uh, I almost was trying to think as I was rewatching some of this. I'm like, okay, what are some of the things that Bucky's gonna watch and he's gonna <laughs> yes! go? And that that's not gonna fly with me, guy. Yep. Um, and. And yes, so it's it's a beautiful depiction of what um, African Americans were going through at that time because they're with the family. You have the one uh, lady who's taking care of the family, um, Abigail, I think her name is, and then you have this uh, the guys outside that are tending and taking care of things. And when the redcoats come up, and he says, "Well, as." slaves you can fight for the king's army and you'll be set free and he says no we work this as free uh free men and he gets very pissed off and says well you're going to have uh the liberty and you're going to have the honor of fighting for us um so it's kind of like in that light it depicts that gentleman uh more on like saying what he is to the family than mel gibson being like no 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 look our slaves they're free people don't you know don't dick on me too much he puts the african-american perspective as them having to say what they want and then later in the movie uh when that gentleman he's fighting with the cavalry and that one uh the guy from the the tv show that was on fox i don't remember his name (laughs) but so he He's the only. He's one of the one people like in the movie that Donald when I first saw it, I couldn't. I couldn't necessarily <laughs> yeah. like take him seriously because I'm like, I know that guy from a sitcom, but I at Grounded least for life. I, there it is. I, uh, Grounded <laughs> for life. I was just yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or Gotham. 
but I, I really, I really at least like the way that they tell the story throughout the movie that, Hey, we have this really piece of shit guy who doesn't like this black guy. And he just thinks he's so below him. And at least when you get towards the end of the movie, the fact that it's, it's very cheesy what he does and what he says but the fact it gets me every time and i like to think it because i hope that we're progressing towards a different type of america and even though there's shitty things throughout this movie the fact that he looks at him at the end and says i'm honored to fight by your side i'm like okay at least we solidify the message at the end that it's okay that during this time period you could look at an african-american and not think that they were below uh, below you but did that probably happen in that time period? I have no idea. Probably Absolutely. not. But at least they're sending the right message to the people that are watching the movie. Yeah, no, it... This movie's made in 2000, so I'm not... I don't want to judge it too much because we were... I think America was dumb as fuck in as 2000. As progressive as they thought they were in 2000. Oh, dude. They were not. I feel like... This is just me talking. I feel like... Movies up until, like, 9-11, we were just like, I dare a motherfucker to come and invade us kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And the Patriots, like, one of them, where it was like, we were almost kind of glorifying, like, if someone came into our country, we'd fuck them off. And we'd beat the fuck out of them. We didn't give a shit. And then 9-11 happened, then you see a bunch of movies where it's like, oh, man, we gotta be more respectful of people. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's what it is. Like, it's like, I, I, I don't we even were... feel like it got to the point where it should be up until now. <laughs> like, this year. No, yeah, there's we, there's still that mindset in some in certain places, but I feel like after 9-11, we got a little humbled, and you can kind of see it in our art from then on. Like, you see movies, like, that are kind of like this historical fiction like this is like before 9-11 it's very much like america fucking rules we fuck we'll fuck anything up that gets in our path kind of shit yeah and it's very much like that i'm not saying i, I like i so i don't want to hold like the narrative of this against it because it's, it's 2000 and there's probably plenty of movies that are like this at this time yeah it's just what the mindset was at the time it's just <laughs> like I love that you brought up last week that our fucking history teacher played this in history class. Because <laughs> this oh, is the most man. historical For, inaccurate thing I've ever man, seen. Man, down to like the like the the there's no way at all the muskets were that accurate. That's why they lined up like that. So right. the whole the whole scene where Mel Gibson is sharpshooting dudes in the forest. It was like <laughs> if you were doing that, you would literally be like firing nine or like be firing twelve or fourteen different muskets before you hit one person. Also, it takes like ten minutes to reload that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like I there I see this movie on two different levels. As a narrative, I think it's pretty good. As as a take it as a historically accurate depiction of American of the American Revolution, not at all. <laughs> but as, I'm not saying that makes it a bad movie. I'm just saying that like there's there's entertainment and then there's historical accuracy. So, Are we supposed to believe it's historical accuracy? When you put it in this in this going into it like. It, I think it almost kind of lets you believe that it's historically accurate because it's the American Revolution. You, you believe it's historically you this, accurate. You put this in. You put this in front of someone without fucking Hell saying that it's. That's <laughs> what I do, guys. You put this in front of someone and say, "Hey, this is a movie, and it's about the American Revolution." They're automatically saying, "Okay, this this is what it was like." What's their IQ? 
What's their IQ? I'm just asking. Jesus. I'm just asking. You are fucking just asking. <laughs> just playing devil's advocate here, guys. And I'm not saying that like that's that's wrong, but it's like like the things that they do in this, it can lead people to believe certain things. Like like how they portray like indent like quote unquote slaves indentured servants. Like that's how that shit kind of bleeds into like school into like a uh, like school where it was like oh well there was good slave owners. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, ah, you still own people. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, I, that's the only thing is like, but again, this was made at a time where it was like, we were not as, as liberal thinking as we are now to try and to, sort of like take this. I really want to take this movie like in two different ideals. Um, you, you almost have to look at this movie the same way you would look at your seventh grade social studies book at that time period, <laughs> yeah. at the age, yeah. and think, right. oh, okay, this is a very loose telling yes. of the American Revo- yeah. Revolutionary War because it, they, they didn't go balls to the wall and at the start of the movie say, based on a true story. I so I remember my like social studies book in like fifth grade had the term mulatto in it, and I'm like, God, that's really like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit. And I'm like, God, yeah. my God, yeah, like this I came out. This now, came out when like Jesus. we were in middle school, and I think our middle school, like our middle school history teaching was very problematic. Who was our? Oh, uh, it was Clipper, but it was like I yeah. think just the just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but just the way that like things were portrayed in in like our history books. Well, even it was probably like, twenty years out of date. Oh, for sure, and and but it, <laughs> and it's and it's all framed in like like we were always the good guys in certain ways, yeah. and like that's how this was kind of done too. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hold I don't want to hold it too much. Stop doing the fucking clipper hand signals. <laughs> right on the board. Five on the board. Five on the board. God. Five. Five on the board. But like, five on the board. Like. I think the American Revolution was a dumb war. <laughs> oh my god! So like, I don't know if it was historically accurate. I'm going the war, the war scenes in gen- general, but like, yeah, just having lines of people standing in front of each other shooting each well, other. But that was why that was muskets, though. That's why it was... I understand that. But like, wh- whoever thought, like, hey, this is how we're gonna win. Like yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna stand in front of a gun. The reason, the reason why that was they miss. The reason why that was the uh, way of war back then was because everyone, the only firearms you had were muskets. So like, you moved in a line, and then it was like, if everyone scattered, you can't really shoot anybody. So why not just use swords? But I guess they were like so hard about these fucking muskets. They were like, "Well, let's try and make them act. Let's try and make them of use." Whereas, like, we move in big lines. You stand there real close, and I try to shoot you, and And then you try to shoot me. And in all honesty, like, if this was like a historically accurate portrayal of the Patriot, like Benjamin Martin would be acting more like fucking Tarvington. Because the Americans were fucks. Like, like everything about the British was like you need to follow a specific line of rules and order. And the Americans were like, if we just don't do follow these rules, we could probably beat them. And they did. <laughs> and they, they did shit where, like, they, like, sneak into their fucking camps at night and kill soldiers and shit. And, like, oh, it got damn. to a point where they were like, oh, this kind of sucks. We should probably start fighting back like they do. And, like, the generals were like, nope, got to follow right down the line. Law and order, rule, this, uh, like, war has rules and shit like that. And, like, that's pretty much how we won the American Revolution. <laughs> 
being a bunch of shits. Yeah. Sweet. So it's like, but like, so it's like, again, it's like, oh, man, I, 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 I just, I'm not a fan of the American Revolution at all. Like it was started by a bunch of guys that got drunk in a pub being like, I fucking hate England. <laughs> <laughs> we should like fucking like do something about this shit they're trying to tax like tea and because like literally like, like the minute 3%. we won percent you know like the minute we won the american revolution you know like the first thing we did as a country we put a tax on us that was like twice the amount that england was putting on us <laughs> <laughs> so it was like i'm just not a fan of the american revolution in general i mean but without again, it we wouldn't be our own nation yeah, but again, if we would like waited like maybe twenty or thirty years, England probably would have been like, "All right, fine, you got your independence." Yeah, we don't too like because this is like when like England was like super dick hard about being like, <laughs> "We need to be, we need to be a world leader. We need to fucking own as many countries as possible." And then like after like a while, they were just like, "Ah, fuck, this is really hard to te- keep track of. Let's just start getting rid of some of these countries and give them their sell them off, quote unquote, freedom or some silly." Yeah, sometimes they sell them off. Sometimes just be like, "Okay, fine, run yourself. We don't care anymore." But like we had to, we had to get our freedom right then and there. I love or, how fired up Bucky gets about no, history. No, I just I love history, so I'm. Just, <laughs> I can tell you're just a nut about history. Yeah, yeah you just nut it all like, over. I'm more about of a history. fan. Of, I'm more of a fan of a civil war, but, mo- but I'm not a fan of like the civil war in terms of like how it was fought. Cause it was fought like an idiot. Like it's funny because the American Revolution and the Civil War are so <laughs> different. Because the civil, <laughs> the civil war was just fought so stupidly because we did the same shit. We had like more accurate guns, so we were killing each other real bad. But it was like more of a rightful cause than than this was, so it's like swapped. JT is still there. Oh yeah, Bucky's <laughs> on fire. I also I, to... I'm just I'm just waiting for me to get pissed off enough to yell fucking stop. Oh, I can't oh, wait. No, <laughs> I can't wait. Can we still be friends after this, JT? It's stop. Hell yes. Good. Uh, <laughs> I also want to talk about the cannons in this because there was like a bunch of explosions going off constantly, and like. Cannonballs don't explode. They're just big bowling balls shot out of a large gun, right? What's all the What's all the explosions going on? I don't know. Uh, There's that one. I don't. I don't know if anyone knows because they were all perfectly accurate around no humans every time they were going <laughs> off. Yeah. I think they were just shooting off some type of fireworks to catch catch us off guard, or maybe maybe that's how you used to get jacked up for wars. You just set off explosions everywhere that weren't going to harm anyone. There you go. That's why we celebrate the Fourth of July now. That's right. Because of that, we just launch fireworks into in the crowds. Maybe uh, it's because like a few times. They'd shoot a cannonball, and like you'd see like a guy's leg get taken off. You're like, "Oh damn! Look at that shit!" That was some good shit. But then like, or a dude's times... head just get taken straight off. Yeah, and like other times, like it looked like the British were shooting like a cannon, but it would explode behind the army of the British. Yeah, there was like, some. Time... What the fuck is yeah. happening here? Like, okay, so Roland Emmerich directed this. Yeah. The director of like Independence Day and the upcoming Moonfall movie. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, also Independence Day 2, which fucking, I heard sucked ass so hard I didn't even see it. (laughs) It sucked ass so hard I didn't see it. (laughs) Brag. Brag! But, so like, I think like the, with that direction, I think that's the only reason it was like as bombastic as it was. Otherwise, I think like if with a more like subtle director, I think this would have played off better in my opinion for my tastes for like an actual like human portrayal of what was going on. 
instead yeah. of like a huge, large, epic scale thing. Yeah. Which in like I don't even think like for me the action really paid off a whole lot because I was waiting for like because uh, earlier on in the movie uh, Mel Gibson he has this like freaking tomahawk from the French and Indian War. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna bust that shit out. He's gonna fucking hack skulls, man. Because like he he's like uh, taunted to be like this warrior, like almost like this fucking butcher yeah. of the French and Indian War. Yeah, which is also problematic for me to want to like him. <laughs> <laughs> but like, then at the end, it's just like the I, I I feel like the payoff at the very end isn't worth it, and the 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 battles weren't all that interesting to me. I guess to like have. Roland Emmerich as a director and had like this big build. I think it would have been more in- interesting to have like a more introspective director to get like a personal dynamic going on in this large. And, and maybe the American Revolution isn't like a great place to do that. Maybe like a civil war would be better. Would it be like maybe. family against family. Maybe. But like, this is just me spitballing here. Yeah. Like, like. The American Revolution isn't flashy enough for Roland Emmerich to make it look good to me. I guess yeah. that's what I'm saying. Uh, my my thing about it is, like, <clears throat> I can see where you're coming from. Like, it's so hard to make, like, a movie from, like, an actual historic event like this. Because, like, I appreciate the movie for what it is. Because it's a mellow, it is a melodrama through Holy and through. Holy fuck. Oh, it yeah. is, like, 211. A big fucking melodrama. Oh, yeah. And, like, I have nothing against melodramas, but, like, using a historical event to tell it, almost, you, like, in, in some way, shape, or form, you're taking a side. <laughs> and, like, with an, with an historical event, there's always two sides to it. And it's so hard to be like, okay, we gotta make the British seem like fucking skeeving dickheads. <laughs> Every single British person is a fucking skeeving dickhead. And that's what you kind of, that's, like, the, the very thin line that you, that you're that you're walking on when you're making a melodrama about a historical event is that you have to, you, you are resting on stereotypes and you're resting on one of these, one of these two groups is really bad. And we're going to try and feed that into a stereotype in some way, shape or form to where it's like, Oh man, we're all British people like that. And it's like, no, it's a melodrama, <laughs> but still like you're putting your, you're interlocking it with an historical event. So it's like, for some people, that could be kind of hard to differentiate, and that's what's kind of dangerous about it. That was actually a big thing about the movie I read a little bit. I don't know if you got that, Troy. What's that? That British people hated this. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's there a lot of controversy around it because of how they depicted the British, which makes total sense yeah. because they make them seem like they're total fucking assholes. <laughs> JT, have you hung up yet? <laughs> no, not okay, at all. Good. Okay, good. So, I... I can, that's, and that's why I think it's people that are our age, you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt for what you look at it now. Because yeah. if I were to show, you know, my kids X amount of years from now and be like, look, this is how America was. Like, I can't say that. Yeah. Um, and you, <laughs> have, to, say you that. have to set things straight uh, <laughs> with how things are going. And I can understand. I don't think uh, the United States in any way, shape or form is good about depicting anything on our past when it comes to us always being good everyone else always being bad like they want to play uh you know anything that we've ever been taught because you know that's what's just brainwashed into us from the beginning yeah but it feels like at least here 
uh, I get sucked in. I got sucked in a lot. Uh, like you were saying, a lot of the, the fighting and the war and all that, it's overdone to like at least give you some sense of excitement to these ridiculous fighting styles that they used to have to go through. Uh, but at the start of the movie, when uh, Thomas tries to save his brother... And that gentleman solidifies himself as the top heel in the movie and shoots that kid in the yeah. back. And it, you see Mel, like, after trying to save his son and then his other son, who is just raging with testosterone as a 16-year-old trying to save his brother, <laughs> saying, I want to fight for my country, and does the dumbest thing you could. And from that point forward, it's just like, you can, it, I can't even put myself in the shoes of watching my son die in my arms, the other one getting to t be hung, two sons behind me, my daughter's there, and my house is on fire, and I'm losing everything all at once. And the fact that he runs inside, goes and gets that stuff, he's on, like, the point of insanity, but, like, a crazy killer type of insanity where he's so focused, he can do anything. And so when he runs in and comes out and gives his youngest sons the guns, and he's like, okay, we're going here. You guys go hide here. Yeah. We're going to meet back here. And it's just like he's so calm and collected, and the kids are like in a trance and shock just saying, yep, understand everything. And they go and hide. And the fact that he's like telling all this horrific stuff to his sons, and then he stops for a second and like looks in their eyes and realizes Oh my God! I'm telling my less than ten year old sons oh, shit, how, to kill, how to kill these men, <laughs> and I have I have no choice. I've lost everything. Yeah. We have to do this, and it's it's very overplayed when they start shooting and in uh, like taking out the guys one by one. It is very like overdone, and they portray the British as complete idiots because they have to go by the rules of war in that in that aspect. But when he runs down and goes into fucking warrior mode and starts just murdering people left and right, when he finally goes and whips that hatchet into that guy's face and then the other one into the guy's back and he gets on him. Turns that one guy into chili. Starts, he, he just starts laying into him and you see the perspective of his three sons just looking at him like, Dear God, what is happening over there? Yeah. And when I, when I watched it back earlier, it looked like he just came back from a fucking death match and is just dripping in blood. Yeah. But it's that ultimate release of knowing that he is trying to find that vendetta of his dead son and just screaming in horror. But when he walks back, it's that full release of I've done something horrific. My family has seen it. I've gone to the place I've never wanted to go again. I really only have one option moving forward. Yeah. Like I for me, like the only real thing I have against this is that it it takes place during an actual historic event. Beyond that, like I'm a fan of melodrama because like I did I did a bunch of melodramas when I was part of like a theater troupe and stuff. And this is a really good melodrama for what it is. Like, just based on, well, on the fact that it's, like, based on a historic event, putting all that aside, this movie knows how to really play with your emotions, and it's really effective at it. And I, that's, I respect it for that. Like, Tavington is a fuck. 
You want him to die so bad. And they yeah. give you so many times where it looks like he's about to finally get his comeuppance and he just comes back and then does worse shit to where you're like, fucking kill him now. Yeah. And it's so... Uh, yeah, like, by the end, regardless of the historical accuracies, by the end, when he finally gets his comeuppance, you almost feel like you have a release, like... Oh my god, thank god there's a goddamn bayonet in his neck right now. <laughs> there's nothing redeeming about him at all. No. no. Zero. But that's melodrama. That you, you set up someone who is fighting back and trying to... You have, like, a, someone that you 100% root for, regardless of, like, like how much they're trying to negotiate the, the problematic things that are about him. But then they have Tavington, who is by far so bad in every single way, shape, and form that it... You have no way, you have no reason to cheer or boo besides those. Like, I remember when I was, when I first started wrestling, when I would talk to people, I, I would hear in the back, like, you know who's the best heel in, in movies? Tavington from The Patriot. <laughs> and I was like, how did you even watch The Patriot? <laughs> like, people just, like, I, I would hear that a lot. And I'm like, yeah, like, it's like a perfect... Like, I can see, I can almost see why JT would pick this movie, because it's, like, it's a perfect movie for, like, a wrestler to watch, to be, like, this is how you get someone to hate you. Because it's always, like, do the most despicable shit possible, and then make it look like you're gonna be on your last leg, and then come back worse than you were before. And that is Tavington this entire fucking movie. Yeah. I would say the strongest point for me would be that villain. Yeah. Um... I, I don't care, like, how over-the-top melodramatic, like, a villain is. I think the more over-the-top... I, I mean, I guess to a point, until it starts getting cartoonish, it, like he is. Like, the more I'm just like, okay, yeah, I can rally to get, like, against him, you yeah. know? I couldn't get into Mel Gibson at all. I felt him, like, falling flat a lot in this. Ooh. See? Really? Yeah. yeah I don't I don't know. There were some scenes... Maybe it's, like, his family, because I was, in certain ways, I was into his story. Like, I think the the little girl, I will say there was one point where I, was, I almost felt myself starting to tear up when the little girl says, Papa. Oh, oh shut the God. fuck up. No, are you that, kidding me? You, you got that, kids, did, you fucking kidding me? That was so stupid. I did no. not like that. Ever. All right, shut the fuck up, Troy. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. No, the Papa part was good. No, fuck you. They built that up real good. They built that up like shit. Like, it was so predictable. That was so stupid. I did not like that one bit. Well, like, because up to this point, she was talking shit about him, and then it was like that big release of emotion at, right before he leaves, where I was like, I, I, I mean, maybe, okay, maybe the great almighty Troy saw it coming. But I was like, okay, he's going back off into battle. And then when she yells it and starts running towards him, I was like, oh shit, okay. I'm a little... I was feeling a little verklempt. Okay, alright. Fair enough. You can. For all the shit that you said you've cried at, you bitch. <laughs> and now you're just like, you know, you know what? Fuck you for having emotions. Oh, I'm shit sorry head. that I can say I have an emotions over commercials. <laughs> That's fine, okay? That's fine. <laughs> My god, that duck really wanted to sell Half-Leg. <laughs> <laughs> that duck can fucking sell supplementary insurance. <laughs> but no, JT's on my side. That's fine. You can be against me on this. I don't care. I I think I like, even from the very beginning of the movie, the way that they build her up 
and the fact that they give her her small thread of story because some of the other kids you don't get that so you tell the oldest and you tell the youngest story throughout and you watch her get a little bit older and the fact that they almost they lie to him a couple times to like give him hope that his youngest is actually there for him to like get him through those events and you can see how heartbroken he is when he finally like wants to hug her and she like runs away after he's gone through all that he has and then the fact that it's not it's not him who breaks because you can tell he wants it inside but he still holds so much emotion in himself that the fact that once he starts to get far enough away that something finally breaks in her to say okay i've been a piece of shit i have to run after him i don't know if i'm ever going to get a parent back because she's been without a parent for so long that she's willing to take her dad for anything he can give at this moment. And at least in that, when he hugs her, like he, the way that he's hugging her, like he's trying to grab her and then re-grab her and fight back any emotion there. And the way that he promises that he's coming back, because she doesn't do a great job of like emoting in that moment. But I felt it a lot from him, like, holy shit, if this is the last time that I talk to my daughter, I'm going to promise her the world. And at least that kind of gives you a lot of gusto going into that final battle. Like, all right, I, I, I see what's coming. I know what's going to happen, but how are we going to get there? I at least like that they wrap that back around at the end with her. Yeah, that moment fucking got me. Troy, I don't, you're crazy, man. <laughs> when he hugs his daughter, I was fucking tearing up, man. That... that- for me personally, that reached the point of like melodrama that I'm like, okay, like I now I'm just like almost ridiculous for me. Okay, I don't know. I I don't think Mel Gibson was a terrible actor in this. I don't think he. I don't think he was really sleepwalking through it because there are moments like I yeah like I do like when JT brings up like the 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 scene where he's preparing his like fucking six and eight year old kid to go out and fucking murder British soldiers. Like that's a fucked up thing to do. And it's like, he's both frantic and being as cool as he possibly can when he's like describing it to him. Like that takes some acting to really portray that. And I like that scene. And like it, it's good acting for a mellow. Like you almost have to watch this as a melodrama and like, maybe you're just not into melodramas, but it was like everything that he does. It's like, it's that, that, that knight in shining armor type hero portrayal of everything. Like he does everything to make you cheer for him. Yeah. Like how Tavington does everything to make you want to hate him. Yeah. No, I understand. I, I just like, cause right here in his career, Mel Gibson specifically, like he's at peak Mel Gibson right now. I oh, just yeah. felt like his performance in this just like it, it, it was like pulled back or restrained a little bit. I, I there's a few points where he cuts loose and he's like, hatcheting people's faces off or whatever <laughs> that's fine but like oh yeah there's yeah. other parts where it was like it was just a little bit too slow or like a little bit too droll for me like having him come from like braveheart and stuff like that like where he's like pretty intense the whole way through i don't know i i'm not a big fan of braveheart <laughs> i haven't seen it in a long time but like the last time I, I saw braveheart it, it i think braveheart comes off more cheesy than this shocker guys oh, really? i've never seen it yeah i figures yeah <laughs> the last time i the last time i saw braveheart it was like granted that was a little bit ago it was like maybe two or three years ago but i 
this kept my attention more than Braveheart did. Well, I fell asleep during this movie for like 15 minutes, came back in, and then I didn't feel like I missed a goddamn thing. This Okay, so there's also two versions of this movie that is like an extended cut and a regular cut. It's like 15 extra minutes. I didn't watch the extended. Did anyone watch the extended? No. Have you ever seen the extended version, JT? I couldn't tell you with how many times I've watched this movie in different forms. I would think that I probably have seen the extended version. <laughs> It's like it's like fifteen added minutes. I don't know where it could be, but like yeah. I, there there are some moments in the in the middle where you're just kind of watching them, uh, like ransack different uh, British troop regiments and stuff like that. Where I'm like, okay, you, you could maybe cut one or two of these out, but I mean, I don't know, like the bookends of it and then like the major moments in the movie. I think they're pretty effective. Yeah, this movie's nearly three hours long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll be honest with you guys. So I started it last night. I watched 20 minutes. Yeah. Today, when I sat down to watch it, I went, fuck. I've only got two I still hours. Have three hours left of this movie. Well, I went, I've only got two hours and 10 minutes to watch two hours and 35 minutes of a movie. <laughs> so I immediately fast forwarded 25 minutes after the 20 minutes I watched last night. <laughs> then I had to get up and do some stuff. <laughs> While I was watching this movie in a very constrained time period. So I hit the 10 second fast forward oh, at no. least probably no joke 75 times. Oh my God. <laughs> and I feel like I didn't miss anything. I don't, I feel like you can do that. And like there's points in this. So like I fell asleep right before they burned down the church. And All like right. I, cause Chelsea was watching with me and I asked her like, did I miss anything during that? And she's like, Eh, nah, nah. nah. No, just just the, the the church burned down and Heath Ledger's dead. That's no, it. no, I saw that. Like I saw that part. All right. Like I I saw everything. Psych. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> there's one thing I did want to bring up that Chelsea like said like what you did miss in that 15 minutes you were asleep was a payoff to the chair con- like moment in the very beginning where like he's making a, a rocking chair. Like, in his shed in the very beginning of this yeah, movie? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck is he making a chair for? Like, what? And that oh, never... Yeah, all about chairs. And he's, like, it never pays off again. She's like, no, it pays off in that one scene that you were sleeping. I'm like, oh, dude, oh, I... fuck! I told what him, was oh, it? Did, he get, did he make him a rocking chair for their wedding or something? No, like, he sits down in some guy's chair and he's like, oh, it's a nice chair. I'm like, that's it? <laughs> that's fucking it? You wasted a whole, like, fucking ten minutes of him putting a rock... It wasn't ten minutes. Like, what? No, I'm just fucking with you, but like, <laughs> what? What was the point at all? Okay. He was making a rocking chair for shoot two hours in the beginning of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, for real, this is a plot, Emily. You want to put it on this already bloated movie? He makes fucking imperfect rocking chairs. The fuck is this? He like throws a rocking chair into a pile of fucking scraps and then also didn't work yeah, he's fun. weighing that thing down to an ounce why are we watching this thing oh it's fucking six pounds eleven ounces perfect rocket chair sits in it fucking bus throws in a pile of other shitty rocking chairs i thought it was fun i <laughs> have a, i have a during this time period you did anything you could to fucking get through the day when you were done having children who were fucking yeah, taking you up do? your fields. Hey, Mel Gibson it. had passed the time when he wasn't reaping his tobacco by hopefully making one good chair, which he sucked yeah. at. Gutter's not wrong. So we yeah. need to watch this in a movie. 
Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you need putting... to put shit in context, Troy. Come on. <laughs> the, con- <laughs> the context he's perfect except. I'm sorry, he Benjamin can't Martin him... couldn't go into his other room and watch Roku, Troy. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just. So this is his one flaw. He can't make a fucking great chair. The ghost That's has many qualities, okay? Yeah, come on. Give the ghost credit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we talk about him being in the French and Indian War for a minute and him getting that hatchet? Oh yeah, like, like, like I, I listened to a little bit of the story, but like he just like, he beheaded like a bunch of dudes, right? So like in the French and Indian War, it was like the French and the um, the Americans versus the Indians, correct? No, it was the the French and the Indians versus the British. Then where did the Americans? Oh, I guess they would be on the British side, I yeah. suppose. Okay. So, like, he's just hacking up French and, and Native American people. Yeah. So, like, that's not super cool. <laughs> so he's, like, this Native American butcher that we're also supposed to sympathize. This also Native American slave-owning butcher. Yeah, I was expecting... Like, when I, when I thought... When I listened... When I thought back to this movie, I thought there was a point where he actually does come across Native Americans and they help him in some way. And they don't. And I was like, oh... There's no Native Americans wish, in this movie. I kind of wish there was, like, a moment where, like, it would have made him more sympathetic if there was, like, hey, he's actually working with Native Americans, too. But he's just like, you know, we don't nah, need him. just killed him. Fuck him, we'll just, yeah, fuck him, we'll just need farmers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I kind of wish there was, like, a Native American spot in here. Not, I mean, it would have yeah. been a solid four. Apparently, they didn't. Uh, they, <laughs> Hours. they didn't exist in 1776 You don't see anymore. any. Not at all. Man. Not at all. And they kind of go all over the place, They're too. out west. Oof. They're out west fighting cowboys? They had pushed them, yes. <laughs> That's right. Oof. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Uh... But he got a sweet hatchet out of it, I guess. Yeah, they tried to tell the story that young Mel Gibson was young, dumb, and full of cum and ready to fuck people up. <laughs> And he did some pretty horrific shit, which dumb kids do, especially if the Americans are not abiding by these laws of war and we're just being savages to the savages or how they tell it. And then that's why it seems like every time someone's like, yeah, do you remember or do you hear what Benjamin Martin did? And he like turns away like, please, God, no one talk about this anymore. And then he finally comes clean to his son when they're sitting down and, like, tells him. And you can almost, like, see that Heath Ledger's like, damn, like, you fucked up. And now I understand why all these people look at you the way that you do because you've been living with this shit. Not only that, but you live with what you've done to these horrific people. You've tried to give us this life, but we've lost our mom. And the last thing you want is to think about anything that's going to be horrific in your life again. And then all of a sudden, everything just goes to shit in his life. And he's trying to hold his shit together. Yeah. And then, like, I, and then I also love, like, the dichotomy of, like, Mel Gibson to, like, his son, uh, fucking uh, Heath Ledger. Where it's, like, Heath Ledger, he acts a lot more on, like, fucking passion, like... I'm pissed and I want to fucking do something right now where it's like, okay, I can see how Mel Gibson could have done what he did back here where it was like something happened, like somebody did something to him and it got him angry and then he just unleashed 
And like that's what kind of what Heath Slater does in or Heath Heath Slater. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh, pleasure. Three man oh baby, oh baby. When uh, when he when when shit happens to him, like he he doesn't think, he just goes and does, and then that's what gets him killed. Like it's so like it's like Mel Gibson was lucky he wasn't killed because it's like he went into these he probably went into these scenarios being like these people did something to me and I'm super pissed and I'm not going to think I'm just going to go and kill and do what I want to kind of thing. And I, I love the way that they build up the relationship between Heath Ledger and Mel Gibson, because you see that he just turns 18 and he wants to enlist in the war without his father's permission. Yeah. Once his father gets into the war, he goes, no, you're under my watch. And you can see that he kind of, he he learns to settle down a bit, and he he finally is you know getting ready to marry Anne, and you're going through stuff, and I th- one of my favorite lines is when he's fucked up and injured, and he's going back out, and he's walking away, and, M- and Mel Gibson goes, uh, "You're not he or he Heath Ledger turns back and goes, "I'm not a child," and he just screams, he goes, "You're my child." And every time he does that, I'm just like, fuck, like, I can only imagine. And again, I don't have children, but like someone, you don't have control over a situation where you're scared to death after you've just recently lost a child and you know that death is surrounding you. And if he walks away at that moment, you may lose him. And when it finally wraps around and Heath Ledger's trying to hold his shit together after his family that he he's trying to start is burned to the fucking ground in that church. And then at the end, when you get Tavington that finally looks like he's going to get his comeuppance from Heath, but he survives the one thing that happens to him. Of course, the one time in the movie where a pistol doesn't kill someone, (laughs) (laughs) but it makes you hate Tavington to the fullest when Heath Ledger, who looks to be the one pure soul that's gonna like take you into the end of the movie because you could have also spun the movie where mel gibson somehow died and heath ledger was the one that lived through the end of it making him the ultimate hero starting a family into the new world but when they flipped it and he killed another one of his sons you're just like holy shit and then you really feel for mel gibson because he's lost half his family now trying to just stand by their side yeah like i i like there's almost kind of like an underwriting story in it where like so you have like mel gibson who is trying to keep heath ledger from being in the war because it's like he doesn't really have like something to hold to like kind of ground him and they almost the movie kind of has like the the um the message of, like, family kind of grounds you because the whole scene where, like, him and Heath Ledger are talking and then, like, Heath Ledger's like, hey, that whole thing about saying, like, uh, like, family's most important, like, I, I get that now when he, like, uh, marries Anne and shit like that. Like, you almost kind of... Mel Gibson has, like, like, this cool thing where, like, he has, like, this look of, like, relief on his face, like, oh, shit, he finally found the thing that, like, grounded me. Like, I went through this phase where I was, like, this cold-blooded killer and was, like, only acting on instinct... And then when I met my wife and then I had my kids, that's what grounded me. And it's like, thank God he got on the other side of that, not being the monster that I was. I would say my 
personal favorite moments in this deal with Heath Ledger. Yeah. Like, I think his performance is actually pretty good in this, and I could get behind his story. Like, he's, like, a angsty, I want to be, like, on my own, like, make yeah. my own decisions type shit. And that line, um, JT Energy, where he fucking says, like, you're my kid. Like, I thought that was actually pretty, pretty powerful. Yeah. Like, I... That got me more than like, duh, duh. Okay, <laughs> it's Papa, you son of a bitch. Oh, who fucking cares? Fuck right off, okay? Over here doing a Helen Keller over here. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I thought that was more powerful. And I, I like the relationship between Heath Ledger and Mel Gibson. I thought yeah. that was like a, a great the whole way through. Yeah. Oh, like, did you? I did like the whole like him trying to prove himself to his dad and his dad like letting him actually in and being his own person. I thought that was pretty well balanced. I thought yeah. it was good. You don't yeah. give a shit about the little girl though, huh? No, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't talk after her mom died. That's sad. Yeah, you don't even see the mom. Fucking fuck the traumatized. Mom. He just it's like so fuck amped to fuck her sister. Like what the fuck? Are you okay. Right. Uh, my guess is during that time period where you lived, you had very few options on what you were going to do <laughs> with, who you were going to have sex with and be with forever. <laughs> so the fact that he goes, hey, you look like my dead wife and you find me attractive. All right, let's yeah. do this. You couldn't drive four towns over and fuck your Tinder date, okay? You waited three years. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I, that seals it. It's just like, hey, you kind of know me. You down to pound or what? Oh, that God. like so. My my personal favorite scene in this movie was when they're in the house, and then like they hear the cannons in the in the far distance, and they start get, then they keep getting closer and closer. Yeah, like I was I don't know I just really like that scene where it's like that he first he's like oh they're they're far away they won't come and then it's like it starts getting louder and closer and then that's when like Heath Ledger comes in and he's like injured. And then it's like, oh, fuck, now we're attending to fucking wounded soldiers and shit like that, where it's like, it shows you kind of like what an actual, what what the horrors of a war in our country would be like, where it was like, you're like, oh, okay, well, they're far away, so we're good. And then, but then it's like, it'll, it'll always find its way to your, to your backyard. Well, that was even preempted by a line when he was sitting in front of like the Congress or whatever. Yeah. Saying like, this will be fought in front of our children on... Yeah. Not, you know, not yeah. in a field, but like on, like populated land or whatever. Yeah, and then it's like right at his doorstep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's got a he's got a very good line of saying, "Would you rather have one tyrant three thousand miles away or three thousand tyrants one mile away?" And that really kind of shuts everybody up for a second. Like, oh shit, maybe you are a little bit smart, but then everybody goes, "Nah, but we Fuck got you. guns. We don't want to be, be America." <laughs> Yeah, fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. I don't give a shit. I want to fight. I will say, though, that the hairstyles back then are the least intimidating hairstyles I've ever seen. My God, those fucking side oh. curls? Are you kidding those me? Those tiny little ponytails? And Tavington's, I... like, long hair, but... Can oh, we talk God. about the, the amount of pussy Cornwallis got? <laughs> <laughs> With his sweet-ass dogs? <laughs> I think God I think damn. this movie it could have done with at least one moment where someone either got shot and their wig flew off or someone's wig got ripped off. Oh, oh it absolutely it was. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking Benny Hill segment. But 
can we can we also talk about for a second how stupid Cornwallis is when they stuff the fucking fake people out yeah. and he says, Oh, that I was, have your oh I have God. twelve of your men, six officers, two colonels, and he looks through his telescope and he goes, Yep, looks like he's not lying. Go ahead and yeah. release everyone. Me, yeah. Why don't you at least send a regiment to be like, Okay, I'll secure my men and then you can let yours go, kind of thing. Yeah. Where I was like, you can but still have, you can still have my men at gunpoint, but I'll send at least a person to be like, okay, yeah, they're here. Go ahead and bring them, kind of thing. I but no, he's just like, I at least, yep, they look like I liked, men. I was gonna say, I like that they use that at least as a turning point for Cornwallis, where he's like, okay, yeah. you know what? Do fuck whatever it. the fuck you have to do. Yeah, you know I'm what? Run, be made of a fool. <laughs> I will say though, um, fucking that moment when they continue and they order the troops, the British troops, to go over the hill. Holy fuck, that was a great moment. At the very end, the very end, when they order them to go over the hill and keep advancing. Yeah. And then they go over the hill, and there's all the fucking like French army and everybody. Yeah. Just ready to take them on. Oh man, my heart fucking loved that shit. (laughs) Your heart loved that. My heart loved that shit. (laughs) I loved it. Yeah, no, like I said, this is a very effective melodrama. Like it plays, it plays on your on your emotions really effectively. Oh yeah, and I, like I, that's what I I respect this movie for that. Like it, it knows, it elicits a reaction by giving you the most extreme versions of both sides of the emotion, whether it's. Whether it, it, it it's happiness or like anger or sadness, it always leads you in the most extreme direction of each side, which is like what a melodrama does. Very. Yep. Good shit. Anything else, guys? Uh, well, this movie was nominated for three Oscars. Really? <laughs> regardless of what we all thought of it, uh, it was uh, cinematography was one, and I will say it was it's pretty well shot. Um, it was nominated for the score, which was a John Williams score. Yeah. Um, I don't remember much of it. The score is very, it's very patriotic. Yeah. It was good. There were a couple though that I went, that's the fucking song you're going with right now. (laughs) I, I felt like it in the beginning of it, um, of the movie, I felt like the, the score was more pronounced and like not as like subtle, I guess, but like once it got farther on, like I didn't really notice it as much. Yeah. Which sometimes is good that you don't notice a score. Yeah. But I couldn't tell you what it sounded like at all. So yeah. I don't think it's like that great, but it was nominated for an Oscar. Uh, and also sound design. I don't I guess the cannons going off in front of the British or something. I don't fucking know, <laughs> but like it didn't win any of them. It just nominated for three. It won other awards too. And lesser award ceremonies, yeah. but it never won an Oscar. Uh, so I have a fun little note here. Oh, um, this was Mel Gibson's busiest year ever, as far as movie releases. All right. Um, he had four movies released in the year two thousand. Holy shit! (laughs) So he had The Patriot. Yeah. Fairly successful, right? Yeah. He had DreamWorks Chicken Run. Oh God! (laughs) Which was monstrously successful. Oh, like, really? if you go by fucking... Oh, yeah, no, Chicken Run did a really good... Dude, if you go by run. budget and fucking box office on Wiki, $45 million for the budget, 
$225 million in revenue. Oh, God. A huge fucking success. He had What Women Want. Oh, uh, yeah. I was actually going to bring that up. Speaking, of, speaking of problematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? A huge movie, right? Yeah. A huge movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he had a fucking bomb. The Million Dollar Hotel. What? What? It's a drama film based on a concept story by Nicholas Klein and Bono. Ugh. <laughs> Should have started uh, with Bono. Fuck based him. on Wiki, okay? Two hours long. I've got a concept for a film. A budget of $8 million. <laughs> Guess how much it Mel brought in. Guess what the box him. office was for an $8 million budget? Zero. What? Holy shit. Oh my lord. A fucking bomb. They could have made made Troll 2 for what it got in. (laughs) Apparently, in October 2000, there was a press conference held in Sydney before the Australian released the film. And Mel Gibson said, quote, I thought it was as boring as a dog's ass. (laughs) Not as great as a cat's ass? Not like the nickel pumper (laughs) that wine tour Cole loves. No. So so bad is dog's ass. But good, good is, cat's is cat's ass. ass. Makes sense. You makes guys sense. like Parmesan? <laughs> makes sense. I just love... Just, makes sense. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw that out there. Three fucking huge movies and then that bomb in this wow. year. Well, yeah. I guess shit. if you're going to be in four movies in a year, one of them can't be that great. No shit. Man. That's the biggest year of his career as far as releases. I almost kind of want to... became problematic. I almost kind of want to do... Oh, what was like... 2008 or something was where he got real bad. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. When I, he got real like, ugh, fuck. I looked that up too. <laughs> but um, I always wanted to do what women want just so we can rag on it like fucking shit. I'd probably I, love it. I, I bet know it's I, be... when I saw it, I thought like, oh, this is kind of funny. But like, I saw it when it came out. Yeah. <laughs> that's in the, the thing. In the year 2000. And that's the thing. Like, the that's, why, that's why I'm so torn on this movie. It's like, in the year 2000, I was probably like, fuck yeah, go America. And now we're like in 2021 where I'm like, fuck America. Kinda... <laughs> Not fuck America, but it's like, man, we, we, we really convinced ourselves that we did some good shit back here. And that's, that's it. That's the only real, like, tearing kind of, uh, that I have with this movie. Okay. Are, are, are we ready to grade uh, Are we ready to grade uh, this? Yeah, I think we should... Well, uh, we should probably start with JT. I think I, so. We know what JT's grade is. So, JT, what are you thinking for this movie? Well, this is uh, almost always a uh, A-plus in my heart when it comes to the way that I always view it. But oh, for sure. when, I, when I talk to you and I uh, try to at least look at it from the perspective of what it was versus what it is now for some of uh, the things that are i don't know they're just they don't age well i'll i'll even i'll bring it down to an a minus but it's still one of my favorite no it is my favorite movie ever Fair fair enough no i get it i get i get nostalgia there's a lot of bad shit that i like based on nostalgia <laughs> Royal Rumble, nineteen ninety. <1990. laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, well, Troy, I think we have more of an idea of what you think, so you can go next. Oh, okay, sure. Well, we might as well go on the two different spectrums of thought on this. So, I've never seen this movie before. Really? This. Yeah, I've never... Well, no, no. Oh, you said, you it in You're lying. Class. You said you saw this in history class. I saw it in history class. I'm sorry. I should... I should... Uh, you fucking liar. Mention that. So um, let's start. Let's start by saying that Troy's a liar. Yeah, he's I, a piece of shit. <laughs> I will say though, probably did not pay close attention in history class. I did my own shit. Probably drew like fucking the Avengers on a piece of scrap paper. <laughs> and then you got you fived. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, from the very beginning, could not get into like the revisionist history of like yeah. that Roland Emmerich tried to like give me mm-hmm. and like okay. So he's a slave owner. Okay. I'm not going to feel great about, like, having him be a my protagonist. And later on, he's like, he also just is a butcher of Native American people. Uh, okay, it's also problematic. Okay. Also, some of the melodrama I could not get behind. I already mentioned that before. I also fell asleep. Didn't miss a beat. Uh, <laughs> except for the chair follow-up that I am sorely missed. Uh it would have put you, put it. It would have put me right over the one top. One more, one more letter grade up. If you would have saw that chair payoff, <laughs> probably would have. But like, I, I did not care for this movie, probably like whatsoever. So, talking about it a little bit more did bump me up a little bit. But I'm still okay. giving it a D plus. Holy All shit! Right. I, did, I, I don't care for this movie That's whatsoever. Fine. I'll That's never fine. watch it again. All right, I'll go next. All right, um. Go Guys, I'm gonna say flat out off the bat, I'm I, I'm a fucking sucker for war movies. I love right. war movies. Even an, an American Revolutionary yep. War movie. Yep. <laughs> I love the fucking score. I love the fucking fighting. I am a sucker for war battles. All right. I love it. Um, and then you throw in the whole the the story of the family in here, and it just tugs at my heartstrings. Um. Even though I skipped around the movie a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> At least 75 times. At least hit that 10-second <laughs> forward button. What is that? 75 divided by... I skipped quite a few minutes. Um, But, guys, I'm going to give this an A-. Wow. Jesus Christ. I fucking... No. Meeting old JT. <laughs> no. JT, I'm right there with you, buddy. I love this shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so, in terms of, of of a melodramatic story, I would probably put this at like a pretty decent B. Like, it, it, I think it does what it needs to do to tug at your heartstrings in the ways that it wants to tug it in. But man, in terms of of using a historical event to tell it, and then putting it in that frame where it's like, man, people could watch this and just be led to believe some pretty bad shit it's like an f so i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna put i'm gonna put it kind of in the middle ground there and put it at like uh like probably like a lower end of a c okay okay i i appreciate it for what it is entertainment wise but i cannot in any way shape or form let someone watch us and be like this is the american revolution this happened. So, so you're telling me it's a C minus tug job. It is a C minus tug job, exactly. That is like right. one step away from my grade, and you making me feel like a piece of shit. Like, no, that's well, why, I love, that's hey, why I love this show. <laughs> that's why I love this show. Also, Colin did the math. You skipped 12 and a half minutes. 
Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, but add on the 25 minutes uh, I skipped from when I finished last night to when I started this morning. You skipped mm. a, thir- a fifth of this movie. Well, that's why it's an A minus. <laughs> You skipped a fifth of this movie. It's close. And you gave it an A minus. <laughs> Closer to my time frame, okay? Jesus. Closer to my time frame. Maybe it would have been a B plus. Uh, Fuck well, you, assholes. Oh, well, JT, uh, I'd. Thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Um, you've I'm been glad... you've been such a good contributor to the show, and we're really glad you were able to bring you in in some way, shape, or form. Dude, we love you. I mean, I'm sorry I dumped all over your favorite movie, but <laughs> I'm so glad that uh, you're able to join us tonight. Uh, is there anything else that you've been into this last week that you'd like to share with us? Uh, well, let's see. Last this past week, I think I have been just like you. I every Friday I sign into the Netflix and I watch the Great British Baking Show. Oh yes. my God! Yes. Here's where you get guys get one back. <laughs> Thank you. Here's the so, love. yes, I I do love uh, the aspect of watching the way that they portray that show week after week. So that's one of uh, my shows that I like to watch. Nothing else is like really like a must watch type of thing i'm i'm very much like you i'll come home and we'll watch uh, a little bit of youtube and maybe we'll throw on you know a show here and there but most of the time i think it's like we'll watch good mythical morning on youtube that's always something that i'm into but uh, other than that, it's just watching wrestling here and there, having some background stuff, and then just waiting until my Friday comes around so I can watch the Great British Baking Show. But most importantly, it's the fact that every Wednesday I write, I try to write my email to get into the pod. So on Thursday, I can listen to the pod on my way to work, then on my lunch break, and finish the show by the time I get home. It is, I, I'm not kidding, guys. It is the, probably the absolute highlight of my week. Every oh, week is waiting for this podcast to drop because I laugh so hard sometimes. <laughs> and I am crying in my car just with the first part of the show. And then when we get to the movies, if you guys start going off the rails and wanting to choke each other out, I... I <laughs> It, it is the, the dichotomy of this show. Sit I down! Sit so down! Happy to be a part of the show. And I can only imagine if I got to walk into the house and be, be a part of the pod and see where this goddamn broken window is that all these characters come from. <laughs> Dude. A dream come true would come. Let you're me tell always, you. You're always more than welcome. That's always right. More than welcome. That window's always broken for you. Alright. <laughs> also... Uh, I may be texting you right now about a date. Check your snap. Well, oh, here you go. Yeah, see, 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 see. <laughs> also, I'm asking right now, did you think George should have been voted off instead on this last bake-off? Oh, shit. Uh, the, the last bake, I don't know. The last couple of bake-offs have been very, like, uh, they've been very close to a call, and it seems like some of the decisions that they're making it doesn't seem the right way with how the show is going, but I feel like 
I'm not as attached to the people that are getting voted off. Like they seem like the very clear, like I'm falling apart and I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm glad that we got this far. There's clearly a couple front runners and, oh, yeah. uh, that's yeah. what, that's what I'm most excited about to see how far those final, those couple that I think are going to get to the finals, how, how far they get into it and then also what the final bakes are going to be to see if it falls into their realm of how good they can showcase what they're the best at well i got a question for you also to follow that up who do you think is going to be the finalist and why do you think it's chigs <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you just want to go jerk each other off in the corner right or something so no i don't think it's going to be chigs get oh. the fuck out of here Okay, Chiggs. I I think and, we're gonna end this call. I think we're. I mean, maybe Chiggs gets his somehow lags his way into the finals, Ooh. but I think for sure we're gonna get Giuseppe and Jurgen going one on one in that an Italian German face off. Wow. Yeah. My goodness. I, Guys, I mean, I can Mel, see that. Mel Gibson will be the there for that one too. <laughs> you want to? You want to take this in the other room? <laughs> I I think, uh, so, like, a lot of the times I do think they pick the winner based off, like, how well can we market these people after they win, even though they supposedly win nothing but, like, a dinner plate, but they get, like, a bunch of deals afterwards. But, like, Chiggs has the look of a winner. He is a fucking handsome fella. Oh, Ooh. Chiggs. You can, JT? Let me look up this Do you Chiggs. think if he Chiggs lifted up his shirt, he's got fucking straight, straight baking gutters right there? Uh, I think I think he's got uh, the makings of something. He probably needs to let him prove a little bit more oh, to sure. get the better effect. But oh fuck! I mean, he probably has to lay off some of the carbs from all the baking. But <laughs> yeah, he's, he's no Paul Hollywood. This man's a beefcake. I'm that, not gonna lie. Cheeks has a smile that will just charm the shit, charm God. the pants right off you. He looks like he looks like he is the host of like a, a Good Morning Seattle type <laughs> show, and he's got a British accent. Who? Ho! Are you? Kidding oh, me look right at now? that guy! I'm looking at Cheeks too. My God, See, dude! Cheeks has won the world over right here, JT. Holy shit! I don't even care kidding? what he bakes. <laughs> JT, <laughs> you're not behind Cheeks. Just pop those pants off. You see a bird that just won't quit. <laughs> You, you have you haven't heard how charming Jurgen can be. Jurgen also Jürgen? is very charming and is Hold on, very let me look him up. Jurgen. Very how do you germ- spell then? I'm gonna I'm just I'm just gonna go off of. Uh, I I might be getting to some urinary tract infection thing. Jurgen? I just <laughs> that's him. <laughs> that's that's Jurgen. Oh, like you okay. have to see him in Those action. Those eyebrows gonna hold back water. What the. <laughs> You motherfucker looks like uh, motherfucker looks like Mario and the fucking uh, how, what's his name in Mario? No, um, <laughs> oh look at that uh, picture. Who framed Roger, frame Roger Rabbit? Uh, uh, what's his name? What the guy? F- the, I, who the, the detective? He was also Mario in in Super Mario Brothers. Oh, he does not look like him at all. He I can't looks think like of him. his name. No, but like. In that picture, he got... Cole, why are you putting it up to you like we're saying you? It's not you. I feel like Jurgen right now. He, he's he got the softest, gentlest German accent ever. He's like, oh, I just meat all these chocolates. It's going to be very tasty. <laughs> oh, dude. 
Wait, was that Jurgen on the show just now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jurgen in studio. Bob Hoskins. Bob, yeah, he's not a Bob Hoskins. He looks like Bob one. Hoskins a little bit, but Giuseppe, he's also. He's also a front runner. Giuseppe, okay, hold on. I'm not gonna look at Giuseppe. I oh mean, my god, I mean, will you stop making me look up Great British Bake Off bullshit? He's not as handsome as Chiggs, but he's got a great Italian accent Gis- and a great look. Giuseppe, holy shit! Nope, Giuseppe break. Up. Nope. Yeah, look at that guy. He's oh like, my Mama god! Mia, look at these. Speaking bakes. of Mario, I bet that guy shit. makes amazing meatballs. <laughs> my god. That, anyway, that, he's hipster Mario. JT, I'm glad Who we can is get these guys this? into Bake Off right now. <laughs> Who is Christelle? Oh, Christelle is also, I think, a top t- contender as Christelle, well. you Holy stole my heart. Shit. Oh, my. So, JT, what you think about Christelle? And she can bake. Look at that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. She's uh, she's uh, gonna, She could sneak in there. I don't know if she's going to get past Chiggs. She's but... baking something in my Ooh, chest right I, now. I, I honestly think Giuseppe, Chiggs, and Christelle are going to be the top three. Whoa, are you kidding me right you now? Know what, I'm going to start watching this this week, and I'm going <laughs> to so I vote can... Christelle. I want to be part of the group, guys. Can I start watching this week? <laughs> can I? Can we? Absolutely good. <laughs> can we? But can... I also think Lizzie is in there, and she's like the, the one Brit with like a huge Cockney accent. Like... Oh yeah. Thank sometimes like the whole... sometimes I think I... I need to have subtitles on to understand what she she's so British. She's like She's so British the... that she burned a church with a bunch of people in it. What were you saying, JT? I was gonna say every time they give her a compliment, she just goes, ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I had to. Look, I was like, "What the fuck is she saying, Ta? What's the, is like Ta Ta? Like, I don't understand what what we're talking about here." But I just go with it because I'm not from fucking Europe. Yeah, fucking Nell will come up and like have a full on conversation with her, and she'll be like, "Oh, I'm gonna put chocolate in it, and I'll put in it." And I'm like, "What the fuck did she just say?" <laughs> Oh, fuck. I'm like, I, I'm like, it took me so long to like get into how she speaks. And I'm like, Chelsea, I think I need to put subtitles on. I'm fucking up here. Like, <laughs> she's speaking English, but I can't discern what type of English it is. <laughs> but like, I think she's a colorful character, but she won't make it to the top three. That's yeah, I think she her time is coming. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh oh, guys, I'm gonna start watching this week, guys. I wish you guys were this passionate about RuPaul's Drag Race so I can get into the, these fucking conversations <laughs> with you guys about that shit. My That's eight-year-old my... daughter loves RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm telling you, me and me and me and Piper are going to do a podcast where we talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> She'd fucking love to. I would love to hear that podcast. <laughs> Let's do it up <laughs> me, at Studio me C. And, me, me and Cole's daughter talk about RuPaul's Drag Race every week. <laughs> Let's do it up at Studio C. Um, I, would, I would 100% be on board. <laughs> Got hey, you. I will. I will only listen to that if on the Patreon you post pictures of the Snapchat filters that you and her take together from Cole's phone. <laughs> Energy's got me on Snapchat and knows that my daughter steals my phone weekly and just posts random filter photos. God damn it! Oh shit! Well, this is my life. I. That pretty much what I, what I just talked about is what I've only been into this last week. So, ne- guys, negative for me. I did catch up on all the superstars that are up on the network <laughs> oh, on Peacock, okay. and we are up to September of '94, guys. 
We just found out that Tatanka was pulling a ruse over the eyes of the WWF fans. Oh, and he a... was the one that actually took the money from Ted DiBiase. Oh. And he joined the Million Dollar Corporation and tried to make Lex Luger look like a fucking turncoat. My wow. God. More so now we're... American slander on Oh, my <laughs> God. We are deep in the Tatanka Lex Luger feud. What an Atlanta, what what an Atlanta Braves storyline. I can't wait. Cleveland Indians, I, here we come. I'm surprised they never ran with the storyline that Ted DiBiase got Tatanka his own casino. Oh, oh no. Oh no. You know what? They may have. I don't know oh, shit. Oh dude, I bet Trump's involved. God. Going to I Trump wish. Tower for for WrestleMania 4 and he's like I got you the best. I wish. They had to go with that LT Bam Bam feud instead. <laughs> God damn. Son of a bitch. Listen earlier in the pod when you get a chance, JT. Well, you'll hear a old Mid-South sedan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Well, Cole, Cole, you're lying because you also watched something else this week that we covered on the Well, Patreon. you know what? You're right. I did watch old. Oh, man. Guys, if you want a full in-depth conversation on this fucking movie old. <laughs> <laughs> JT, JT, you're a member of the Patreon. Did you listen to it yet? No, not yet. I'm going oh. double down tomorrow. I'm listening to oh. that. And then I'm listening oh. to myself about the Patriots to get full blown. Oh, God. Get it's ready a, to get blown real hard. It's a fun review from Holy Studio C. shit. I, I'm going to be burning down my own metal trinkets while I'm listening to them. Oh, you're going to be searching Spotify for any mid-sized sedan tracks that might be out there. <laughs> Oh, my God. But, yeah. See, so, yeah, I did watch old, and, yeah, listen to Patreon listen, to find out yeah. my review. <laughs> and if you're not a member of the Patreon, get on it. Get on listen, there. A listen dollar. to me and Cole talk about, yeah, put a dollar in, put whatever you want in. You can listen to me and Cole's review of old, which is a very M. Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> and you can hear Levi come in and slam the fucking door in Studio C. <laughs> He's... <laughs> He is, he beats your door like it owes his like it owes him money. Shit! <laughs> Good lord! Well, he's walking around in his short shorts when it's thirty five <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> also, why two kill me coming up too? Oh man, we are can't wait for that. We shit. are deep in January. But guys, 2000. on top of also watching old, I saw Dune. 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 I saw Dune. Dune. I want to try to watch that this weekend. What you doing in my swamp? What That's you doing in my swamp? Dune. So I want to try to watch Dune this weekend so we can maybe chat about it next week a little bit more. Okay. Oh, you're going to make me throw this in my weekend. No, no you don't have to. That's, no, not, you feel I'm like not, you're making me. I'm not saying you have to do no, it. No, you're making yeah. me. But uh, I, I just I listened to a review of it on 70mm, a show that we both watch yeah. or listen to. Listen to, yeah. But uh, I, I feel like I'm going to... Uh, kind of be around their review. Did you listen to it? I did. Well? I did. Um. Anyway, that's that's all I want to say. Okay. Like, you, you can talk do, to. Do about you want? Do you want me to give my thoughts, or do you yeah, want to wait for me? Yeah, give me your thoughts, but like, just abridge them a little bit because I want to talk okay. a little bit maybe more in depth. I love this movie. Okay. A really? lot. Yeah. I. It is. I told Molly today, and I think it's very apropos. This is what the Star Wars prequel should have been. Okay. Is this wow. movie? Okay. It is. And I can see, like, when I listened back to the 70mm review of it, and I can definitely see their their um, critiques of it. 
And the movie is a lot of setup for something bigger coming up down the road. Mm-hmm. But the setup is so fucking interesting. Okay. And I am 100% on board for, for part two. Okay. Like, this this movie knows how to build a fucking world. Where, like, they, they set up so many different things and they, they explain them in a way where it doesn't feel like they're over-explaining. But you still kind of feel like you understand what it is. Okay. To where, like, by the end of this movie, you're like, I want more. I I want more of whatever they're giving me. Okay. So, yeah, I, I am a big fan of Dune. Okay. Sweet I, deal. I, yeah. This is probably up there as one of my favorite movies of the year so far. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're almost near the end of the year. Better than old? Better than old? God damn it, Cole. <laughs> JT, have you seen Dune yet? No, not yet. Oh, man. Have you seen old yet? <laughs> nope, not yet. <laughs> will you ever see Dune? <laughs> yes, I have a feeling I will. Will you ever see old? <laughs> yes, I have a feeling. Ah, that's my man right <laughs> there. Bitch. Fucking right. All right, sweet deal. Anything else, JT? That's it. All right, sweet. It's very confusing that there's two JTs. I was going to say, JT, which we've, one? We've kept it straight this whole time. JTE and JT2. <laughs> Uh, well, if anybody wants to, uh, write into the show and say what their pick would be, we are taking yeah. tallies That's at right. the end of the month. Uh, Patreon, uh, contributors, we'll be yeah. taking your, uh, picks first. JT, do you want to just bring up right now what our, uh, pick is for next week? I'm ready, next I'm ready week, to put it guys, in. What do we got? We're, we're gonna, we're gonna go down the street, uh. Oh, what? Oh my. No. Oh, One of our major contributors who's also going very from... cl- lives very close by. We're going from cum gutters to down the street. <laughs> to uh, uh, cum gutters to real gutters. Rita down no. the street to be more exact. <laughs> Yuck. And her pick, which I think Cole's going to be very behind, What About Bob? <gasps> Holy shit! For next week. That was that her was, pick. That was her literal pick? Yeah. I've... Did she write in on an email? She wrote in like a long time ago. I've, and I've, I've, I know for a fact that was her pick was What About Bob? Guys, I'm so excited. I put several exclamation points in my notes. My wow, God. That's like I'm, at least 15. I, I just want you to so, yeah. excited. So What About Bob for next week? And then the week after that, we're doing Jesse Wyatt's, which it's up to you guys. Because I'm, I'm 100% on board for, for either or. But it's either going to be his secondary pick of Magnolia, or the one that could possibly ruin you on movies altogether, Antichrist. I say we put it on Twitter for the poll. It's going to be Antichrist. Hey, I mean, it's going to be Antichrist, but I'm leaving it up to you guys. You're the guys with families that may or may, that may, or may not stumble in on this bullshit that we're going to be seeing in Antichrist. Yuck. Which is very graphic. <laughs> so, J- JT, what do you think they should pick? Uh... If, um, uh, no, definitely, definitely the most disgusting thing we could possibly watch in the Christ. <laughs> Fair enough. So it's up to them. I'm leaving it up to them. Cause I, I do not feel right leaving this up to anyone else. They're the ones with families that may or may not stumble in on this. And it's very, very, I'm sure Troy has heard rambling, rumblings oh. of what is in this. Ghost Hunter Dave and Dinosaur GHD. Neil have- Told me a lot of explicit things that happen in this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cole, I don't, I don't, Cole, I don't think you're prepared. 
Cole, you are not prepared. We're not telling you anything that's in this movie. Guys, I get scared of movies, okay? I, get, you, I have to watch Bret Hart have, matches. You have no idea what's in this. I, I have am. to watch Bret Hart matches from 94 no to go to idea. sleep. No idea. Lars have... von Trier is a sick fuck. <laughs> have you seen a Lars von Trier movie? No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> The only Lars I know is Lars Ulrich or Lars Anderson. Ooh. We have a Sea Danger. Antichrist. Oh my God! Try, You have your wife's. You have your wife's idea. What but, if we go watch week. it together? What if Troy comes up to my house next week? Awful. Next week like we'll it. we'll learn. I'm not saying I will like it. I'm just saying next week we will Take learn. More than one person picked Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> next week, next week we'll 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 figure out whether or not we're doing it next week. They're uh, gonna tell us. What uh, about Bob coming first? What about Bob is coming up next week? Fucking lo- oh yo yo. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus, Bill Murray. I've never seen What About Bob. Oh my gosh! I fucking love What About Bob. Guys. This household never even heard of it. Let's watch that. And that we are watching it next week. Antichrist is two weeks. And then, and then we're going to make the decision of whether or not we're doing Magnolia or <laughs> Antichrist for what, Jesse Wyatt's what pick. Is, what is this bullshit month category? Is Thanksgiving <laughs> month? Oh, the bullshit category is the picks of our fans. Yeah, pick better movies, fans. Pick better fans. <laughs> <laughs> pick better fans. Yeah. Hey, Energy picked a good movie. I'll just start yeah. writing in his Fake fans with better fucking movies. <laughs> You're welcome. I just audibly gasped. <laughs> yeah, well, oh my god, all of our fans want us to watch while you were sleeping. What the fuck's happening right now? <laughs> hey, that's a great movie. <laughs> about an about an, a coma patient where she fucks his brother. JT Energy is so aghast that he audibly gasped. He did audibly gasp. He did, gasp. I heard it. JT yeah. Energy. <laughs> he's online he's with on Gutter Slutter. Yeah, Gutter oh. Slutter. The Gutter Slutter. Yeah. Sorry, he's got so many names. He's on. He's been on for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Over an hour at this I heard point. I you guys in here talking to like an imaginary friend. So I like <laughs> some persona. We constantly do it every week. Yeah. I'm, uh, Cole doesn't even exist. Yeah. Wait, but Parmesan Cole does. No, 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 no. He picked the Patriot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he picked the Patriot. Interesting choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Joseph, give you great. an interesting human being. What can I say? He is an interesting human being. Uh, energy, if you ever show up, just get, let you know right off the bat that you got to go through Chelsea first before oh, yeah. you come in here. Hey. I have, I have written in many of mail trying to say hello to C. Danger, and every time that you read my letter, she's never in the room. Hey, you want to <laughs> say hi to C. Danger true. right now? Go ahead. Here we go. C. Danger, it's the angel, the gutter slaughter. <laughs> the angel. <laughs> oh, damn it. Me, I made her laugh. I'm a shoe in. You, yeah, you are. Sh- are you just trying to like schmooze me into like letting? Yeah, we got we got to butter we got to butter the gutters. <sighs> butter the gutters. <laughs> Energy, if you come in, just show the gutters your shoe in. That's man. right. I'm gonna tell you right now, I can't. I I don't got that shit. You'll get further than Black Scorpion did. <laughs> Black Scorpion made it in the house. That's true. Black Scorpion did <laughs> make an appearance. Black Scorpion was here for a long time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were multiple black scorpions. He too. just kicked his shoes off and got real comfortable. <laughs> Man, that voice—I don't even know if we can mimic that voice. Black scorpion. Wait, I wish. 
there were multiple black scorpions and each one also welcome in this house for <laughs> some right. reason. They were evil, <laughs> evil people. But both they were of them. somehow the best person. Yeah. I can't, no, I can't even do it. Can't even do it. No. It was, uh, it was great. Yeah, got us black scorpion. Oh, shit. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> And this is the pink scorpion. Oh, the pink scorpion. Oh, no. Pink thing. Pink thing. Go ahead, pink. Let's hear your your motto. Sting, sting. Stay pink. God damn it. Oh, shit. I can't wait to hear back to this. Sting, sting. This is like the best you, you couldn't see it, but you couldn't see it. But as the pink scorpion walked away, they did a death drop. Oh no! <laughs> no! The pink scorpion death drop. <laughs> the safest move in the world. God damn it! Oh, it's more God. comforting than impactful. Holy shit! <laughs> God damn. Uh, well, uh, JT, uh, we're in front of me. <laughs> JT in front of me. Oh, hey. If people want to hit you up on the internet, where can they do that? Do they hit you up? Guys, if you want to find us? me, you can always find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. On Tinder. At, not on Tinder. <laughs> Don't tell my wife. Uh, but first of all, before we move on, guy, JT Energy, you have a pretty big social media presence. Where can they find you? Uh, I'm all over the place. I had a career before JT Energy existed as a DJ, and I was DJ Click and Play. C-L-I-C-K, the letter N, P-L-A-Y. DJ Click and Play on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, anywhere you can find me. Search it or search JT Energy, and you can see all the lovely stuff that I post from my past, my present, and what I want for my future. Do you have any? Do you have any? That was like the best spot commentary ever. Do you have any? sweet mixes of the Patriot soundtrack? Uh, no. But maybe if I start my own Patreon of only Patriot content, oh. maybe I'll just grow up a bit. Oh my God! Patriot only content. The Patriot Patreon. <laughs> D- DJ Click and Patriot. <laughs> hey. I that might be next year's Halloween costume as oh I DJ my God. as Mel Gibson in Holy the final Batman. Yeah, just a tiny just little JT Energy come out to the ring Stop. dressed as Benjamin Martin. Oh my God, <laughs> Benjamin Martin! Everyone's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Rocking chair. <laughs> yeah. Let me turn the rocking chair over. Look at that subpar rocking chair he threw in the corner of other <laughs> subpar rocking chairs. Holy shit, is he building a rocking chair? He must be Benjamin Martin. <laughs> yeah, you come out with a ponytail, then you sit in a rocking chair. Oh my god, he's Benjamin Martin from the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Find me at Coach Havens everywhere. Fucking Twitter, Facebook, Tinder. Instagram, Snapchat, Tinder. Grinder. Plenty of fish. Grinder. Guys, hit me up, seriously. 
Just find me on there, guys. I'm serious. <laughs> Seriously. Is what got you. Uh, Bumble, whatever. What else is out there? I don't Bumble. fucking know. Oh my God. Hey, Troy, besides all my shit, where can they find you? you can, Tinder. Grinder. You can find me in all those uh, sex sites. Uh, <laughs> Bumblefish. Yeah. Uh, you Bumble can also fuck. find me at Troy the Max only. on Twitter. <laughs> you don't have to be lonely. Yeah. Oh, he's not. On farmers only. No, no, no. Plenty <laughs> of farmers. Plenty of farriers looking for this high needle. A lot of farriers. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us all at Review Review Pod on Twitter while there. The Tournament of Random Movies is up and going. Guys, it's in the semifinals. We got, we're in the I have a semifinals. It is the Crow versus Bicentennial Man. Vote right. Bicentennial Man. No, vote Crow. It's vote easy. Crow. Vote. Hashtag vote bicentennial man. Wow, it's, <laughs> vote crow is so much more catchy. Yeah. You're fucked. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Even a lazy typer could write that in. Hashtag vote BCM. Okay. Why are you putting the B and the C from bicentennial and B? Because there's some what sort of a. There's a high B. Vote bowel movement. Vote for a bowel movement. Vote BM. <laughs> Vote for my great grandmother to have a nice movement tonight. God, it's always shitting with you. It is always uh, shitting with me. Uh, See, Danger, if you listen to this show, we are nonstop shit jokes. Poop fart jokes. Yeah. See, Danger, yeah, if they want to catch don't, you. Don't find me All right. in relation to this show. <laughs> Very I'm, good. I'm a ghost. Very good. Oh my god, she's Benjamin Martin. <laughs> oh my god, what about Charm Type? Oh my god, watch out, she's got a hatchet. What about Good Charm Lord. Type? You guys got some fans out there for Charm Type. Let's who get is, Charm Type who going. Who is this again. ghost you speak of in the podcast? Yeah. I know, we do need to get that going. Who we is this podcast, podcast <laughs> ghost you speak of? I'm the wife of. Or uh, Benjamin Martin's wife's ghost, as he's fucking her sister. You're the ghost of the ghost. Holy yeah. shit! Did there there look like she the sister was holding a baby at the end? Oh, as they were like, oh going god! And they're like, the all of his paid non-slaves were like, we're building you a house again. You put a new we baby in her. She was holding a fucking baby. I'm like, Jesus, you got to work fast. Well, he's I mean, got it's been three kids. years. Potent as shit. Again, like JT said earlier, it's the fucking 1700s. What are you going to do? Yeah, what else are you going to do? Go just, to war and fuck. Just fuck on that weird That's beach. right. Yeah. <laughs> Get <laughs> it wet. With your sister's <laughs> wife's sister. He made, a, he made a rocking chair so comfortable that... His wife's, his dead wife's sister said, I need to fuck you on this. <laughs> he made a fucking sex chair is what he made. Yeah. Holy he shit, Ben. Benjamin Martin, the, the inventor of the sex, sex chair. Yeah, fuck the, <laughs> Holy fuck the rocking chair. I made a sex swing. Bitch. That's what women want. <laughs> Chairs. Also made in 2000. A sex chair sounds very awful. Chicken run. <laughs> Uh, well, Million dollar hotel. Oh, fuck. You can also you can also hit us up at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com, which our friend online right now, JT Energy, also does almost yeah. every single week. He uses it all the time. He's regretting being on the line yeah, still. Regretting being your friend. JT Energy, how cool is it to how to write into us on our email every week? It feels like Bret Hart just put his sunglasses on me. Oh, oh my god. My you god. You can't ask for a better recommendation. God yeah. damn it. You're living in the early 90s and I love it. <laughs> it's very addicting at the table. It did. Ready? Yep. Oh, yeah, you heard it. You heard it. Express. 
Straight up wood. blue chew, baby. He just hit wood. Jalapeno <laughs> mustard. You can also find our show pretty much We're anywhere podcasts this. are sold. 50 minutes later, you're like, find our show on the podcast. Uh, that's that's going to be it. it. Next week, like, we got What About Bob. What About Bob. Maybe Rita will call in and waste a fucking hour. You know what? She better fucking get her ass over here for that one. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, and then it's up in the air what's going on the week after that, but yep. I have a feeling it's going to be any crisis. Oh. <laughs> oh. Shame on you all. Got a feeling it's going to be any Guys, that might be our last show ever because I don't think Troy will be able to watch movies after that yeah, fucking I'll shit. I'll just fucking puke my guts out and die. His eyes will just fall out. <laughs> uh, but that's going to be it. Uh, JT Energy, thank you again. Oh, uh, always a pleasure. For wanting to come on and do this live with us here uh, over Discord. Thanks, JT. <laughs> hey, is that Jumbo Bucket? Oh, no! Oh. <laughs> Thanks, JT. Oh, Jumbo, don't you have a big ninth grade test to have tomorrow? <laughs> I sure do, but I wanted to come on here and say... Thanks, energy. It's pretty late. You should get to sleep. I need to test. study for my biology test. <laughs> wow. But I really wanted to thank Mr. Energy. <laughs> he really... Jumbo, you remind me of somebody the guys went to high school with. He, he really made this fucking fun. Oh, wow. my God. Oh, you boy. threw an F-bomb in there, too. I'll throw a lot more in if you want me to. I what? don't. What? I don't. I can't remember how old you are, but I don't want to. Keep it in your pants. Nobody knows. Oh, fuck. Uh, but that's going to be the show. So, JT, always a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks, uh, guys. Yeah. You're, Hell yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but that's going to be the show. But yep. until next time, I have been short of the Max Extreme. I have been Coach Havens, baby. Hey, I am JT3K. And we have a guest who and wants. I'm Chelsea Danger. Oh, Chelsea Danger. And then also. And I am Benjamin Martin, and we are... Oh, <laughs> oh no!